From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming and Logan, Utah, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. Jason and Cody. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And welcome to episode 34 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. I'm here once again with my co-host, Cody, and our special guest making his second return, James Dodge. He's waving on my screen right now, and uh, you guys can't see him, but he's waving. Hi, James. <laughs> Hello. So what's going on, guys? What's going on? <clears throat> Not much. How you doing? I am good. I am good. Uh, Cody? Yeah, all good over here. All good, all good in Logan, Utah? Yep. You guys got snow? I mean, we haven't gotten fresh snow in a while now, but there's still some on the ground. We've had a lot of sunshine and temperatures between 32 and 40 degrees, so it's melting. Yeah, ours mm. melted away the other day. Uh, except for, I don't know if you guys remember when you were at my house, uh, across the street, whenever our snow melts on one side, it doesn't melt on their side. Because oh, of the way the sun comes over? Sunshine, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so they'll have packed ice and snow for the next three or four weeks. Oof. So uh, it'd be horrible if I lived on that side, but <laughs> I don't. So Sucks to be them. Yeah, yeah. They should move to Las Vegas where it's nice and warm. That's right. <laughs> that's that's my goal de- anyways. 70 degrees tomorrow. Yeah, Ooh, nice. hot. <laughs> Cody, <laughs> I don't think Cody could survive in Vegas anymore. No, oh, I definitely could. You I, could? Okay. I, I, could. I could because it's a whole eight hours closer to Disneyland. There you go. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, maybe someday I'll live back there. There's a possibility it could be soon, but I don't want to jinx it. So we'll see. We'll see. It'd be definitely much easier uh, yes, to would. visit to visit Disneyland. So, And then if you were there, Cody, too, then we could do this show sitting around a table. Yeah, we could actually do this in person like most podcasts. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, I don't know. I found I found a, quite a few of them that actually record in different locations. So Yeah, that's true. It's becoming more yeah. common. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's easier. Now there's that that you know, the couple that I watched that are a husband and wife team, so obviously they do it in the same room and uh but there's a lot that are that are done through the uh through the internet, so so back on topic of Disneyland or Disney, actually, not just Disneyland. You do anything uh, Disney this week, guys? <clears throat> James might want to save his because he's going to talk about what he's been doing the last two weeks while we've been recording. So <laughs> James is just the Disney guy these days. He's yeah. you not doing something that involves Disney. Right. Yeah. His his usually involve being at the park, though. So. Yeah. I, pre- he's- I pretty much have my quota for the year used up <laughs> in the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't do much. I bought a couple books. Um, that's about it. Uh, worked on some Disney research for my future book that I'll probably write in about 20 years. But Nice. Yeah. Right now I'm concentrating on the Alice comedies, doing a lot of research on those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. There's, there's quite a few of them on YouTube that you can still see. There's quite a few that are lost, though. Um, so there's just still pictures or not even some don't even have pictures. So. Uh, those ones 
take a little more research to figure some stuff out, but there's some good websites out there uh, that I've been visiting. Uh, and that's really all I've done. Cody? Um, well, I've kind of been fighting a upper respiratory infection this week, so I haven't done much. I did break into uh, Robert Iger's The Ride of a Lifetime book. Um, I've finally read The Table of Contents. It, so far, it's really good. So at least you know what you're going to read soon. <laughs> exactly. I know what yeah. I've gotten myself into now. Um, it appears to be a very good book, so I will keep you updated on that. Last night, I watched Inside Out with a couple of people, and I'm telling you, every time I watch that, I really, really like that movie. That one's that one's up there on my list of favorites of just movies in general. Was it their first time seeing it? Um, it was. It was Tyler's first time, actually. James's oh, okay. time. Yeah. So we yeah, I haven't that. seen that one. Is that the one with the the different emotions? Yeah, yep. and let me tell inside. you, that is an amazing movie. Yeah. Inside Inside yeah. Riley's head. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We really enjoyed that when we saw it. Uh, and then that's how, which kind of, I mean, it's still Disney, so it's not too too off topic, but. Soul, the Disney Pixar movie coming out in the summer, kind of reminds me of Inside Out from what I've seen in the trailers. So, yeah, uh, it, that uh, at, at this point, I don't really know what to call it or her because we've just gotten the one teaser trailer, but it looks to be a very, very similar animation style in the little blob that does that funny cowboy dance. Yeah. yeah. After the main character. I'm assuming dies and what they make seem like he dies or something after he falls into the, uh, the manhole, the manhole. Yeah. Yeah. That her blobness is very reminiscent of the inside out. So, yeah, I think that one's going to be, uh, very good too. I don't know much about it. They've only released that one teaser, but I think that one's right. Going to be surprisingly good. And you've never seen it, James. No, I have not seen that one. What do you do with your life, man? (laughs) <laughs> go to Disneyland. <laughs> so have you have you have you ridden the uh the inside out ride over at DCA? You know what I have not. As a matter of fact, yeah. I I remember seeing it. I mean it's open now, right? Yeah, yes. uh, yeah. I've been there a couple of times. I, I don't think I've even walked by it. Each time we've walked the different direction, so I haven't even seen it. You just okay. had your on that side of the, the area the park there. Yeah. I don't know if you were boycotting it because it, it it's sitting in the place where your one of your favorite rides used to be. <laughs> the Malaboomer. The Malaboomer. That's why he likes Tower of Terror so much. It's just a larger yeah. Malaboomer. Yeah. In reverse. Oh no, That's I guess right. it no no it it used to shoot you up right. Um, or did it take you up slowly and drop you? No, I think it shot you up. It shot you up. Okay. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That was been a while. The Malaboomer like, makes it sound like it. Yeah. Shoots yeah I think you up. it lifts you like ten feet and then it sits you there for a second and it shoots you up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Uh, let's see. We should get started. Uh, not a lot of news that I found this week. Uh, the only thing I really saw while I was out there is the Walt Disney world, uh, castle is getting a run. Not, um, I guess they're calling it a Royal makeover. It's getting a lot of gold added to it from the picture that I saw. Uh, and it's, just in time for their 50th anniversary, which uh, actually is next year to 2021, but I don't know exactly when they're going to start that celebration. I don't remember seeing anything. Um, but From what should, I've seen, they haven't 
announced an official starting date. Okay. And I was looking at the comments. I thought it was kind of funny. There's, there's four comments on here. Uh, and three of them are kind of negative. People are mad at Disney for, for the short notice of the start. Cause it's starting very, very soon the uh, renovation. So obviously you're not going to be able to see the castle clearly like you would if you were there today. Uh, and they're mad that just that it wasn't announced in a, what they considered a timely manner and that they've already got trips planned. And what, one of them, she's pretty upset. She, the last sentence is, uh, let's see. Oh man, that's a big run on sentence. She needs to learn some English. Uh, <laughs> She's okay. For me, the sight of a truck or a crane in front of the castle and the magic is gone with the flick of the fairy godmother's wand. Bippity boppity boo. So, Some uh, bitter people out there. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty upset. So uh, yeah, it's not like, it's not like even if they gave notice that any, that some of those people would pay attention anyways. Right. Right. There, I mean, there's, you're always going to have people upset because they're doing some type of renovation and you know, I'd be a little uh, upset that, you know, we're not going to be able to see it clearly. If I had a, maybe a once in a lifetime trip or first time I've ever gone, but you know, I, I, I understand that. Oh, there's actually 54 comments on this one. Jeez. That's the most I've seen in a while. So that's a lot of, yeah, I'll have to look and see if they're all negative later. But yeah. So if you're visiting Walt Disney world in the next, you know, six months, you're probably not going to see much of the castle, but it looks pretty cool when, when it's done. It's got quite a mission, uh, quite, a lot of uh, the gold added into it, similar to when Disneyland had its 50th. There was gold everywhere, which was one of my favorite times ago. Yeah, I've heard uh, people complaining that aren't they painting it pink, similar to what the Disneyland castle was or is? And the top of it looks, yeah, like the the upper spires look look a pinkish color, with the with the lower spires being like that gray gray brick. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, and that, some that, of the, that's at least the way it's depicted in the that that piece of concept art, right? And people had noticed that because right now I don't believe there's any pink on the Cinderella Castle. Oh, okay. uh, it's it's a lot of more gray, you know, whitewashed tones yeah. other than like the blues that are there. And so I think so, some people were very upset with that too, because I guess some people don't like the pink at the Disneyland Castle. And they didn't want that brought over to Walt Disney World, but I mean the picture looks really good. I mean, some of the spires look—they look a purplish color. I don't, I don't know if it's just my screen, um, but they—they they have a purple tint to them. With some of them looking like they're bluish. So, um, yeah. If so, if you're going, check it out, uh, and don't be too upset. <laughs> well, James and I will be sure to let you know in about a year. In about yeah. a year, yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, and then the next thing I wanted, I, I, I kind of teased this to you guys before we started re actually recording the show, but uh, I saw something on Facebook and you guys are going next month to Disneyland. So you can check it out. But apparently there's a hack on smugglers run. Oh. Have you, have you heard about that? I just, yeah. I just heard about it today. Yes. You guys are late to the, bandwagon my friends <laughs> so when, when did you hear about it cody yesterday so the, the <laughs> friday actually when the initial the first the video that has been going around in these articles was posted friday night it's a youtuber okay. that i avidly follow okay. so 
I knew about it within a couple of hours after the video was posted Friday night. Right. So, so, so it's true then. You're talking about chewy mode. Right? Yes. yes. Chewy, chewy mode. Uh, so you guys will have to try it out. Oh, we're going to try it out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it seems fairly simple. I mean, it's right. a min- minor, I don't know, in so, a sense, so a that, minor difference to the, the ride. Right. So if, so since you heard about it since Friday, Cody, did you hear any history on it? Is was that put in on purpose or, or somebody? I, just I don't know how. It? That I don't know. That I don't know where they heard it from. It was never said in their video. Right. Um, they just obviously the the guy heard it from somewhere and they decided to do it. No, until him and the group of YouTubers that he was with, because there was right. a team of six of them, and you have to have six people in the cabin you have to have a full cabin to be able to do it successfully right. and so they all there was like three groups of youtubers and so they were all filming that same night um i think his was the first one that was uploaded okay um he, the, he the never video said, I saw, they, but, they tried it once or twice and, and they didn't get it and they, they got it on their third, third time yeah. yeah but at that point as they were leaving their second time around the cast member that's there when you get out of the cockpit um, overheard them or maybe they asked. I'm, I'm not quite sure because of the editing of the video, but they said we he, the, the cast member told them to talk to the person as they're going into the cockpit on their next time around when they ride it again. And, and they'll be able to describe, tell them how how to do it properly because they had tried it a couple of different of times the first two times and they weren't quite able to get it. Right. So it's not complicated. You just have to have a full six team of people doing it. So on here it says first and foremost, now I've never been on it. So it says, do not activate your your position like you normally would do. Uh, The left and right pilots need to push their controls one to the extreme left or right. And the other one to the extreme up or down. Once you've done that, hit your activation button. Engineers and gutters need to hit one of the white buttons on their console before hitting the orange activation button, kind of like using the shift key on a keyboard. Finally, be sure you've done all this before the cast member finishes checking your seat belts and he hits the okay to go. So may- maybe they didn't, didn't do it fast enough and the, the cast member had hit the okay to go. Right. Uh, yeah, they, they were waiting until the cast member had checked them and the cast right. member left the cockpit and they were trying to get it done either when... Hondo, which is the character telling you right. in the ride to to start prepping for for takeoff, yeah. they were trying to do it then in, in a variety of different ways. But yeah, but I'd be I'd be interested to find out if it's something that the now I know Disneyland if Walt Disney World works the same way, or if and if and if Disney actually put this in there, or if it's yeah you know, how, how do how do people start hearing about it? Uh, that's yeah you know we i'm sure that because disney the disneyland version of the ride is is where all this happened so i'm sure that now youtubers that frequent disney world are going to try this um and so within the next week i imagine if it's the same which i don't know why it wouldn't be but if it's the same those will start popping up within the next week um and then I mean, obviously Disney put it in there because Disney programmed the ride. Right, right. Whether it's been 
programmed into the ride since launch or on an update since it's been launched. I don't know. And, and how they heard about it. If, if they overheard somebody else talking about it, because obviously nothing's gone around on the internet that I know of until this video was posted. And then the internet started blowing up with it. So, right. Right. And I didn't see it Friday. Obviously I didn't see it till this morning. So, um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested to hear how it, how it got out. If it was, if it's been there since the beginning or if they just added it and if they're going to do different ones, maybe, you know, in a couple of months, it won't be Chewy. You hear it'll be somebody else that's talking to you or people I mean, it, like Chewy. So, I mean, it, it seems cool. I, I, I mean, it would be fun to do just for the sake of doing, cause that's not like I'm going to be there all the time. Um, <clears throat> Basically, what what it does, what it does is it. He's not going to be there all the time, like you. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that's not really what I was saying, but yeah, I won't be there all the time. But basically, what it does is it really messes up the Falcon when you bring it like throughout your your duration of the flight more Uh, than you'd be able to mess it up on your own if you just play through it the way it's intended and if you're a bad pilot or, or whatever, it's, it ends up damaging the ship more. Okay. And then the second thing that it does is instead of hearing Hondo telling you instructions throughout the ride and talking to you like he normally would throughout the ride, it replaces all of the dialogue with only Chewbacca screaming at you. So it's a lot right. of Chewbacca screaming at you throughout the entire duration of the ride, which, so you really don't know what he's my, saying. I mean, if, if you've never been on the ride before, I, I wouldn't do it your first go through because you're, you'd want that instruction the first time going in there to know what you're doing. Right. But, uh, to me personally, I would get tired of Chewbacca yelling at me after 30 seconds. So, <laughs> so you he's just, he just repeatedly throughout the entire ride every time you hit something. But by right. doing this, you hit more things on purpose because it's the way it's programmed and you've activated that particular program. Gotcha. And so he's just, he's constantly coming up. You don't hear Hondo at all. It's just Chewbacca. Any dialogue by Hondo is replaced with Chewbacca. So to me, even just watching the videos, it got old really quickly. Um, <laughs> it would probably be a fun ride because you'd be hitting things. And when you get off the ride, as you're walking through the ship, when you immediately get out of the cockpit, things are sparking and lights are flickering all over the place more than they normally would. So that would be cool. But yeah, the whole Chewbacca aspect of it is not, does not draw me personally. Right. All right. Well, next time you go, or next time you guys go, if you try it once, let me know how it is. We Sounds like Cody will try it once. We yeah. We gotta at least once. try it. Right. Right. Yeah. Cody does a great Chewbacca imitation too, right? Cody, let's hear that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> He oh, can't do it. He, he doesn't go well. Here, Cody. No, no, nobody <laughs> wants to hear that. Trust me. One time, one time. <laughs> you don't want a nasally Chewbacca. That's just no, nobody wants that. Once he, once it gets better, we'll have him do his Chewbacca. Okay. Sounds <laughs> All right. good. So next I wanted to talk about last, last time we had James on, he had mentioned that uh, he was going to be attending a couple of events in the next couple of weeks at Disneyland. Uh, the first one was the Gumball Rally and then the uh, Disneyland After Dark uh, Sweethearts Night. So we're going to we're gonna let him share his experience. I think he's going to start with the Sweethearts Night. That was last week 
Um, yeah, I think so. That was the most recent thing. So as we're going through Disney-related experiences, although before that, I did other Disney stuff this week too. What'd you do? Call of the Wild. That's a Disney film, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So how was that? That was, that was good. I actually liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah, I, I want to uh, take the girls to see it. I don't think Marsha's going to go. No, why not? Because uh, she says she read the book and she knows how it ends. <laughs> So. <laughs> yeah, I've, heard a lot, I've never read the book so i don't know how yeah. it differs but i've heard that it's it doesn't follow the book very closely or something i don't know that's what i've heard but i thought okay. it was a good movie yeah yeah so. we'll check it out probably next week i i was gonna go with kaylee this week but she's working so we couldn't find a time to go right if, if she keeps working so much then i'll just go with my littlest daughter and she can go see it on her own there the boys go. don't want to go see it no, no, they don't. Why not? It's a good movie. I don't. I don't know. Not enough guns, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's guns. Yeah, that's true. maybe Calvin would. I mean, he's the one who wanted to really go see uh, the last Mary Poppins movie. So. Yeah. And wasn't he yeah. the one that wanted to go see Maleficent too? Yes. Yeah. Oh, maybe that was it. Maleficent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We went around to his birthday. So. All right. So let's talk about Sweethearts Night, James. So Sweethearts Night was pretty cool. This is actually our second year that we did it. We went last year to the first, uh, which I think was the first time that they did that. I think they just started doing these After Dark things last year, right? Is that right? We were talking about this the other night, me and Cody. Was it last year or the year before? I don't One know. One of the two for sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's something I'll have to research, I, I guess. Right. I'll add it to my research list. So anyways, it was it was good. They did it on a Wednesday and a Thursday. And we had tickets for Thursday because getting down there on Wednesday was tough with work. Um, so we actually rented a car to go down there. Just a quick backstory on our way down there was was kind of crazy. We rented a car because, you know, going back and forth, putting miles on our vehicles, it's pretty cheap to rent a car to go down there. And as we were taking off out of town, we were getting to the south side of town and the tire pressure light came on. Oh. And so... We're already leaving late. I mean, the event technically goes from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., but they let you into the park at 6 p.m. to get your wristband and your your lanyard and stuff like that. Um, but the, the different things don't start happening until 9. So anyways, we were leaving town, I'd say around noon, because we figured we'd get down there between 4 and 5, and that gave us plenty of time yeah. um, to get there. And we also had... They did something that I don't think they did last year. Um, they had a a sweetheart's dinner, like a Lady in the Tramp themed dinner at the Plaza Inn. And so we got reservations for that at 8.15. So we were trying to get down there around 5 o'clock, 4 or 5, something like that. And the, the, the tire pressure light comes on right as we're down by the South Point Casino. You guys know where that's yeah. at. Southern, yep, yep, yep. pretty south there in, in Vegas. And so we pulled over and looked at it, <laughs> and you could hear air just coming oh. out of the tire. It's like, this is really, really bad timing. So <laughs> we, had, we had rented the car from a, a place up on Rainbow, which, if you're listening and you're not from Vegas, is on the complete opposite side of where we were at. I mean, a good 30 to 40-minute drive. But we were really close to the airport, so... We decided we were at a gas station. We put air in it, drove over to the uh, rental car place there by the by the airport, and we had to switch out the cars. But it took us probably 
an hour and a half to two hours to get it all done. And it was just like, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) So, so so we finally started, I mean, we got down there, I'd say we were at the hotel probably at seven o'clock finally is when we got down there between traffic and and driving and, and all the time spent there. We we were there at seven o'clock. Um, like I said, we had reservations for 8.15, so we were hurrying to get over there to park and, and get in. We actually ended up getting into the park probably right about 8.15, so we were a little bit late, not too bad. Um, and then we started doing the stuff there. We, we went in for the dinner. The dinner was cool. Um, they do it like a dinner for two, so they give you a, a, a big plate of spaghetti. I mean, like a big platter full of spaghetti with a bunch of meatballs all over it. Um, some breadsticks and, you know, since you're in the Plaza Inn, you get to have the, the refillable sodas, all the sodas you want and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> and then they had, they gave you a long spaghetti noodle so you could take a picture <laughs> like the lady in the trip, which I don't know if you guys saw me post that with me and yeah. Teresa. <laughs> I did pictures. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, real. <laughs> oh, some, some for you, James, which I don't want you to change because I enjoy seeing the pictures, but your your tickets are still linked to my Disney app, so whenever you take pictures there, I get notifications. Are they still linked to yours? That's yeah, funny. that's funny. That's funny that, because that's, that's how I saw the picture. Okay, that's yeah. funny because my mother in law Teresa's mom, she's linked to us too, but in my app it doesn't show you guys, so that's weird because because we don't we don't have tickets right now. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because we don't have annual passes. If we had the passes, gotcha. we'd probably still be linked. So yeah, Tyler was linked with you guys too. And he's like, all of a sudden, he just texted me one day. He's like, guess who's got tickets to Sweethearts tonight? Because <laughs> <laughs> he saw it on his app. <laughs> yeah. Both my kids give me a hard time because I'll, I'll do stuff and Brianna will walk into the room just like randomly and go, really? You're going to blue by you again? <laughs> because <laughs> the reservations pop up on her app too. So yeah, my, my mother-in-law was talking about the pictures started showing up on her phone also. Um, so anyways, we were there, we got there about eight 20, I'd say is when we started dinner and then they were doing fireworks at about nine 30 and they were making a, they're making a point as we were coming into Plaza Inn. they're saying, if you want to stay for the fireworks, you can stay right in here and, and have a seat or whatever, which as you know, from the Plaza Inn, it's a great view of the fireworks. Um, you get to see the castle right there. So we stayed and watched the fireworks and that was cool. And then after that, we just kind of walked around the park and did the different things there. They have a bunch of different, uh, well, first we went, they had the, uh, the collectible sweetheart pin. And so they released those, I guess, in the Tomorrowland, what's that called? The big circle thing, the launch bay, Tomorrowland launch bay. Yeah. So we went over there and there's a huge line to get these stupid pins. <laughs> now, I'm I assuming wanted- that the, the, the pin and also the dinner are an additional cost on top of the event ticket to get inside for the oh, event. Yeah. Cody, okay. we're talking about Disneyland. Everything's yeah. an additional I'm cost. I'm just double checking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the dinner was an additional cost. It wasn't a horrible amount of money, but it was more than it should more more than it should be for a plate of spaghetti, that's for sure. Right. And then the pins, I have no idea how much they cost. As we got into line, you know, there was people out front talking about how they were already sold out. And it's like, well the thing only started like 30 minutes ago. How many pins were there? And so but then the the cast member who was saying that was like, 
it's not official though. We're not sure that they're out. We're just hearing that they're out. So we sat there and waited in line and that line wound all over inside that launch bay. It went through the whole queue for Chewbacca. It went through the whole queue for Kylo Ren. It went all, I mean, it was like, what the heck are we doing? <laughs> like, like we spend this money to come to this stupid thing, spend extra money for spaghetti. And then we get into line for pins that we don't even know if they're there or not. So anyways, they ended up not having them. I wanted to get one because I didn't get one last year, but they were, sold out of them. I guess they only bought, I think they said they only ordered like 2000 of them and those were gone quickly. Are but they, you, are they numbered or something or are they just, no, they're just okay. specific for that night, but they probably just don't want to order too many of them because yeah, I mean, they could sell them just in the store afterwards, but then it's like, I don't know if you weren't there, do you really want to right. buy that pin if, if they didn't yeah. sell out of them? I'm yeah. looking on eBay right now, James, if you want to buy one, it, I've, I see one for $34. 34 and that's the cheap one i've got 85 i've got 80 i've got 120 yeah i saw the 121 if there's one for 34 yeah. i might actually do that actually yeah is <laughs> not too bad because that's maybe only six bucks upcharged yeah. well now well, it could be more once you bid on it because it's not a buy it now it's a bid oh it's just a bid with 11 bids and two days left so yeah. yeah i saw the ones going for 120 i think that's just ridiculous that's a bit much yeah. I mean, they have a limit of two per person, I, I guess. But yeah, I was a little bummed we didn't get that. But then after that, you know, we just kind of walked around the, the park. And and uh, <clears throat> so for these After Dark things, I don't know if you guys have been to one or heard no, about one not. very much. They have some rides are open, but we decided, you know, since we went there on Thursday, we we're going to stay at the parks all day Friday and, and go to the parks half a day Saturday um, and then come home. We we're going to try to get on Rise of the Resistance Friday. Um, so we didn't really focus on riding rides. They have a bunch of different characters out that they don't normally have. Um, and since it's a sweetheart night, they have like couples, you know what I mean? Like they'll have Aladdin and Jasmine out and about. They'll have Cinderella and Prince whoever, you know, Charming. <laughs> yeah, Prince Charming. <laughs> I call him Prince whoever. <laughs> and, and so you can, you can go and take pictures. And then they also have like different scenes from different movies. Like they'll have, like for the lady in the tramp, they'll have a, like a, a fake spaghetti dinner set up with all the different things. Like you're there. And for, uh, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other scenes. Oh, <laughs> just holding up a picture right now. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I can show you all the ones you had. Yeah. There's one right there. And that's funny because it's like, I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> I mean, I find out. That's that's from the uh, Atlantis movie. Yeah. Is it from Atlantis? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. People were getting it confused. People thought it was the guy from Treasure Planet. I was like, no, that's the guy from, yeah. So what's his name? Milo? Milo. I have no idea what her name is, but his name is Milo. And you never see them in the park. No. No, I don't know if I've ever seen a picture of them ever for anything other than right now. And then down from them, there was... uh, Oh, what's her name from Frozen? Was it Anna? Anna? Anna. Anna. And Christoph. Yeah. They were there. So, you know, and it's kind of cool because they sit and interact with you. They they talk to you for a second, ask how things are going, shake your hand. And, you know, like you said, that that lady that was with Milo, she introduced herself and said her name, but I still have no idea who it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd have to Google that to see what her name is. And, and so, <laughs> so you get a lot of these different things that you can – experience that you don't normally get to experience and uh 
So that's why we like doing it because it's kind of cool. I mean, it's kind of expensive. Um, I think the yeah, tickets, tickets are what, 109? 109 a piece, yeah. And there's no there's no annual pass holder discount for them. The only thing they do for annual pass holders is they they release the tickets early. You can buy them early, right? But uh, yeah, that's, I guess that's our that's our benefit. We get to spend more money quicker than other people. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it was cool. I mean, we stayed there till one o'clock. This time they had a, they had like a royal ball up there by It's a Small World, and they had a band up there playing, and and uh, Cinderella and Prince Charming were up there dancing around, and a bunch of different people dressed up. So it was kind of cool. It was a lot of fun. It's just something different to do. You know what right. I mean? Uh-huh. So we had a lot of fun with it, and uh, I know they have a couple of the other after dark things coming up throughout the year. We actually decided. The Star Wars one, I think they just recently added. Um, but I went ahead and already bought tickets for that because those went on sale, I think, Wednesday for annual pass holders and then to the public on Thursday. And sold and they, out, right? Yeah. Yeah, the annual pass holders were sold out by mid-afternoon, I'd say. And then the general general ticket ones on Thursday, I think they were gone by 10 or 10.30 in the morning. They were gone yeah, quick. August 27th looked like, and there's a couple more before that, which obviously you're not going to Pixar night, uh, March 5th. And then villains night, April 30th. And I think those two are being held over at DCA. If oh, I remember right? correctly. Okay. Yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to look, but I thought that's what I. Yeah. That's what it says. I'm looking at it now. You're right. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know. I think tickets are still available for both of those. I've actually thought about the, the Pixar one. I'm not too. I'm not too interested in, but the villains one, I think it would be kind of cool just for, I, yeah. I like just going for the different pictures that yeah. you can get that you can't normally get, you know what I mean? Right. Cause you can, you can get a picture with Tigger anytime. You can get a picture with Mickey Mouse anytime, but you can't get a picture with the lady whose name you don't know from the movie <laughs> you haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. It looks like I clicked on the Pixar night and the villains night and it still gives you the options to buy tickets where when I clicked on star Wars night, there was not that option. So right. there's, there's still tickets available for those other two. So. so I still might do, I still might do the villains night. I'm so that'll sure. be five, five total for the whole year. I don't think they did that many last year. No, I think they did three last three. year. I think they yeah. did the sweethearts one. They did a nineties night, nineties night. And then I, yeah, think, and I oh, it might've just been the two last year. I'm pretty sure there was three. Was there three? Yeah, because this year they did '80s night. That was the first one of the there year. There was a there was a there was a superhero one last year. Oh, okay. Okay. Marvel okay. superheroes. You know what? I'm looking at my calendar. I can't go to the villains one. We're going river rafting that weekend, so oh, wow. I guess that one's out. That one's out. Yeah. So if uh, if that Pixar one was just a couple weeks later, we'd probably be going to that. Yeah, we would be. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for what? sure. That's so yeah, that was our experience there that night. It was pretty cool. We, uh, uh, like I said, we were there till one o'clock when it closed because there's no sense in leaving early. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you were you back know, we, early the next morning too, right? You get to talk about that. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that was a little crazy. Um, so yeah, we originally, we talked about since we were going to be there till one o'clock, we talked about, not trying to get on Rise of the Resistance until Saturday. And we figured we'd sleep in on Friday. And then the more we were going, I was just thinking, you know what? If we don't get it, that's going to suck, number one. Number two, 
it'll suck if we get it since we're driving back Saturday. What if we get a boarding pass that doesn't get called till eight, nine o'clock at night? I mean, then we're going to sit there all day when, you know, we ended up being home by six o'clock Saturday night. So anyways, we, we, we talked about it and I don't think everyone that went with us was extremely excited about (laughs) 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 trying to get up Friday morning, but we did it. And, uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot of I think misconceptions of people out there that think that they have to be there at five a.m. to get in line. <laughs> it's and it's it's just not true. You just have to be in the parks by eight o'clock is what you got to do. So I think we ended up leaving just to make sure we had time to get through security and wait in line because the week before when we were at the gumball gumball rally we actually um, which we'll talk about more in a little bit. But when we went over there we got over to the parks about seven thirty. And it took us about 30 minutes after getting in line to get through the front gate. I mean, we were getting through the gate right at 8 a.m. People were all, everyone behind us was like, this sucks. We can't get in. We're not going to be able to get in. So, so, so as we were there after Sweetheart's Night, we, we left, I think, the hotel at 6.30, um, pulled into the Pixar Pals uh, parking structure, and security wasn't too bad. Um, parking wasn't too bad. And so we were able to go over and get in line and lines were literally, we were within 15 feet of the entrance to California adventure. I mean, that's how far back the lines were. They were just huge because they hadn't opened up yet. Um, I think they opened up the lines about, I'd say right around seven thirty, maybe, maybe seven twenty-five. And so then we're just waiting in line. We ended up getting in line. They they cleared through those lines pretty good. Um, we ended up getting in probably about 10 minutes to eight, I'd say. So we went through. And my initial plan was, because I would swear that I've heard people talk about getting into the gate and then leaving Disneyland to get into a less congested area. Because I guess a big part of getting your boarding pass is making sure that there's not a lot of traffic around you as far as traffic trying to get onto the internet. But then as we got in there, I was like, well, I'm pretty sure we can leave the parks, but I'm not hundred percent sure. <laughs> so, so then I'm like, well, maybe I better check this before we actually leave the parks. And I ruined our whole chance and we got up early. So I started trying to Google it, but my phone was acting up and I couldn't find anything that said it was okay to leave the park. And so we went over to the exit to the cast member there. And she said, Oh, I don't know. She said, I don't know if you can leave the parks or not. And I'm like, how can you not know? <laughs> but she was acting kind of sketchy about it. So I don't know if she just didn't want to tell us and then it not happen and then be blamed. Like we say, oh, well, she told us we could leave the park and still get a boarding pass. I mean, right. I don't know. But there was another family there and the, the mom overheard me asking and she was like, oh, no, you have to be within the gates. You cannot step outside the gates. If you step outside the gates and try to get it, you cannot get it. So I was like, so how did she know? I have no idea. She was crazy. So, so. Have, have, <laughs> have you since received an answer on that? Or do you want me to give you an answer on that? I would love to hear the answer. I think that I've received confirmation that you can leave and still get them. Is that yes. correct or is that incorrect? Yes. So the only stipulation on being able to acquire a boarding pass is that by eight o'clock at the very latest, you have to at least be scanned into Disneyland Park. Right. At that point, it's not GPS based. And you don't scan your pass or your ticket or whatever when you go through the exit. So the app, 
the system doesn't know that you've left the park. As long as you don't go scan yourself into California Adventure before trying to get the boarding pass, mm-hmm. you're fine. You can go hang out in the Esplanade. You could go walk down downtown Disney. You can go sit. Like if, if you if they open the gates early at like 7.30 and you, you, you're in there by 7.45, you can walk over to Grand Californian and pop this squat by the fire by eight <laughs> o'clock and get a boarding pass from there. It's not GPS based. You've okay. been scanned into Disneyland. The, the system has no idea that you've left the park because you haven't been scanned in anywhere else. Okay. Gotcha. And, and yes, it, it's a lot of people are calling it a lottery system. And in a sense it is only because of the fact that there are roughly, I mean, it's hard to know exactly, but roughly at least 10,000 people trying to do the same thing all at eight o'clock. Right. Right. Um, And and so at that point it kind of becomes a lottery. And I've, I've, I've saw people who've posted on Facebook who went as groups and they were like, they couldn't ride together because they had two or it was like two, two families that knew each other, but weren't, they were doing it separately. And the first family got in, got like boarding group 69. The second family got boarding group 20. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't matter when you get through the gates, as far as I can tell. Yeah. You so. just have to be in by eight o'clock, scanned in by eight o'clock. If you're wanting to try to ride with other people, you all need to be scanned in on your devices. So that way everyone can try to do it together. Right. Um, if, if you have two separate groups, if you run into somebody, um, if, if, and if you don't have the time to scan everyone's passes on at least one device, then odds are you will not get the same boarding group as someone. Cause it's, it's technically first come first serve, but when you have that many people doing it at once, it becomes a lottery and it just, it depends on how fast, how quickly your phone can connect to the internet and then the server doing the, the boarding pass system and then get back to your phone that that's what it is. And so the idea of going to a less congested area, you know, leaving the park, going to the Esplanade or somebody somewhere that's just, you don't have 200 people just around you. Like if you were standing on main street or in the hub, right. That in theory should boost your chances because your area is not as congested of everyone trying to access the server. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at all of this and trying to find it. My phone's acting funny and it's like, holy cow, it's like, you know, four minutes away, five minutes away. And it's like now I'm starting to feel a little anxious because I made everyone get up early. <laughs> like, yeah, now, like, now it's all on you. <laughs> yeah, now it's all on me. And and our plan was to get over there, get the boarding passes and then go back to the hotel and, and go to sleep for a few hours. Yeah. So <clears throat> so anyways, we're, you know, the 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 cast member wasn't saying anything because I'm sure they get bombarded by everybody. And, and no matter what they do, it's going to be wrong. So I, right. I completely understand why she doesn't want to commit to anything. And then I've got the crazy lady there next to her sitting there saying, Oh no, you got to be here in the thing. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> Screw it. We're just going to stay in here for the next four minutes. I mean, how far away am I going to get anyways? But I knew from the previous week that main street's pretty packed. And a lot of people are saying, you know, a lot of people are in there doing speed tests to see exactly how quick their phone is going. And they're saying, well, there's one spot if you sit right next to Tomorrowland, you can get it. And I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to worry about going to a specific spot. I'm going to just stay at the front part. And actually, there wasn't a lot of people. Everyone was coming in and trying to get to Main Street, trying to get in to be part of the crowd. And I had heard because Cody had actually texted me 
texted me the night before or maybe two nights before to give me some tips on what to do. So I was kind of following those tips. And I think you said something about being, you know, not try to be around a lot of people or something. I can't remember everything that you said because I was reading that and I was reading other tips. But anyways, as you go into the park, there on the right-hand side, they used to rent strollers in that one area, but they don't do that anymore. But I think that might tell you where, where I, where I stood, where I hung out. Cause there wasn't a lot of people there. So come in, go to the right, come in, go to the right. And yeah, you don't, yeah. don't go under the railroad tracks. I stayed out in that front area, but yeah. I was over there by where they used to rent out the strollers. And there, there was a couple people over there, but not a lot. Yeah. And then since my phone was acting funny, I'd read somewhere too, that you should turn off your Wi-Fi So you're not trying to connect to Wi-Fi or anything. So I went ahead and first I restarted my phone cause it was acting funny. Like it, it was starting to get to where, it wouldn't connect to a web page. I was Googling stuff and it wouldn't connect. And I was like, Oh, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that's a good tip for anyone that's listening to is, you know, within 15 to 10 minutes before eight o'clock or nine o'clock, whenever the park's opening on, on the particular day that you're there is to restart your phone. And so yeah. that way it's not running as many background processes while you're trying to obtain the boarding pass. Yeah. And, and shut that Wi-Fi off. And shut off the Wi-Fi. Shut yeah, off so the I, Wi-Fi, shut off the Bluetooth, anything that would be running the background process. Yeah. yeah. So I reset my phone. And by this time, it was a couple minutes before, you know, maybe 7.58 or so. I turned off the Wi-Fi, turned off the Bluetooth, like you guys said. And then <clears throat> 8 o'clock came. And the screen that you're on, if I remember correctly, there's a – and actually, maybe I should open my Disneyland app. That'll help me remember remind me there's a spot right on the front right on the very front page when you go to it where it says find out more star wars rise of the resistance access by boarding group and it says find out more yep. you click that and then it goes to another uh page where right now it's telling me who's boarding in disneyland but below that it says my status and it says join boarding group mm -hmm. so i had heard that the join boarding group was going to turn orange and so I was sitting there watching for that. Eight o'clock came and So and maybe I just missed it. At eight o'clock, were you already on the the page where it tells you who's boarding? Yes. Okay. Now and and I've heard people say don't do that. And I've heard people say, Well, I, I don't know that I've heard people not do that, but I wasn't really clear if I should be there or not. I was I figured, you know what? I'm just gonna be on there just in case. So I was on the page, <clears throat> you know, and they say, well, you got to try to refresh it or whatever. The joint boarding group at eight o'clock did not turn orange for me. And it's funny right now with these things going on at Disneyland. Um, if you're there at eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock, whenever they open, it's funny, like literally, literally within five seconds of the park opening, everyone is just in groups staring at their phones. <laughs> like yeah. everywhere you look, everyone is just staring at their phone. And as soon as eight o'clock comes, you start hearing cheering. You start hearing people <laughs> going, yeah, we got it, we got it. I mean, everybody starts cheering. So, I mean, it's pretty, that's pretty. Uh, and at that point, if you're not at that, yeah. that point of, yeah. of having obtained one and you hear other people cheering, you're just like, oh no. Yeah, oh, exactly. No. Yeah, your spirits start to start to go down and you start to use swear words in your head. I mean, you start <laughs> cussing things out, you know what I mean? Just kidding. So anyways, I'm on this. I'm hearing people cheering. I'm like, crap. <laughs> and the so, other three people with you are like, is it working? Come on, James. What's going on? So here's the, here's the other thing. One of the tips that I know Cody gave me is said, if you're with a group, don't all of you try to access it at the same time. 
So we had decided I was going to try to access it. And so I was there with my wife. The other couple we were with, they actually decided to go to Tomorrowland to see if they could scan. Because I guess they've got the fast passes there or or the boarding group tickets or something there where they give Mm -hmm. out physical tickets there. So they decided as we were there at Five Tell, they decided to go up there to see if they could get physical tickets. And I was like, I don't know if that's going to mess us up or not, but you guys just go, just go ahead and go do that. So yeah, no one's looking over my shoulder too much. I mean, Teresa, you know, she's, she's there. Well, at least you, you wouldn't be blind if they messed it up by going. Yeah. Exactly. The tickets, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so it's not working for me. It's not turning orange. Um, I went ahead and, and did the swipe up close out of the uh, app real quick. And I opened the app back up again and I did the same thing. I, I hit the uh, find out more and I hit the join boarding group. And and then, <laughs> and then the funny thing was all four of us came in at the same time. And as I as I popped it up there or popped it, not popped it, as I pushed the button, it uh, you have to choose who's in your group. And I can't I can't select it right now. So I'm trying to remember exactly what it looked like. Um, but it was similar to a fast pass where it shows everybody that's attached to your ticket. So my daughter's attached to my ticket, but my daughter wasn't with us. So I had to remove her from the thing, you know, and as I'm doing this, I I just remove her real quick. And then I hit join boarding group and it popped up and said, uh, Tiffany, who's the wife of, of my friend, Jen, who was with us, uh, Tiffany's not in the park. (laughs) And she's in Tomorrowland. (laughs) Yeah. And she's in Tomorrowland right now. And I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) So so I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, I mean, and this is all happening in the space of like 30 seconds. So you've got so many thoughts going through your head. You got people in the background cheering. You got people uh, cussing, cussing out the cast members at the gate because they haven't been signed in yet. I mean, you've got all this chaos going on around you. And I'm like, what do I do? (laughs) So So I was like, at this point, James throws his phone down and just walks out. (laughs) I'm like, Leave it. I'm, I'm with this <laughs> I'll be at the car. <laughs> no, so at that time I thought, well, you know what? I guess Tiffany ain't riding. <laughs> so, so, so I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm kind of just kidding. I'm saying, I'm but at kidding. that point you have to make a decision. Do you cancel yeah. the entire process or yeah. do you go through and get three out of the four of you and then try to figure out what you can do exactly. about the fourth person? So you have to make a snap decision. And obviously what Cody just said is the best decision. So I removed her from the party, hit join, and it gave us, I think it was 75, which is a pretty low number. Um, you know, and, you hear- and honestly, from, from what I've seen um, YouTube and a bunch of different people doing this over the last month, the issues that you experienced and just the amount of time it took to close the app, reopen the app, and then not only deselect your daughter, but then you know, spend the five or so seconds it took to process the fact that Tiffany apparently wasn't in the park, even though she was, and then deselect her and then finish the process. I mean, it's like you said, span of 30, 35 seconds. But when you've got 10,000 people all trying to access a limited number of spots, that's valuable time. Oh yeah. Valuable time. So getting what you said, 75. Yeah. That really for the issues that you experienced was not bad. Yeah, no, I was actually really stoked about it, especially because of the fact that they kind of tell you a guarantee, not, I mean, I think they're, they're careful to say that they don't guarantee it. Right. 
But each day they give you a ballpark of saying, if you're above this boarding group number, technically you're on standby. So right. and like the number- today, today uh-huh. it says boarding groups 81 and above will only be called if all of the initial planned boarding groups have been called back and there is capacity for more riders. So exactly. today the number was 81. Yes. And so we were, we were 70, the 75th one. And I think the day that we were there, I think the number was 83. So I was thinking, okay, well, we're close to the end, but I'm pretty confident that we'll be there, um, that we'll be able to get on. So then the next thing was trying to figure out how do we get Tiffany on here? (laughs) So, and it's amazing the line to city hall that forms <laughs> right after all the boarding passes go. I mean, that line is freaking nuts. It's from city hall all the way through the front to where, you know how, if you go out that right-hand side as you're exiting and they sometimes have the exits to the right, that line is all the way down there with people that are complaining or doing whatever. And we actually got into it relatively early because we walked straight over there because we didn't have anything to do. We were just going to go back to the hotel and go to bed. And it's like, no, let's go figure this out real quick before we leave. So we got into line and I would say we were about, uh, just to give a perspective, you know where the entrance of City Hall is. We were back by about uh, right where the tours are. Okay. So yeah. not so not all- too far back, but we were back there. Almost almost to the uh, railroad uh, exactly. overpass. Yeah. Exactly. So Teresa and I got into line. Jen and Tiffany were still in Tomorrowland. I had texted them and said, uh, you know, hey, we got an issue. <laughs> so you guys need to get up here quick. Um, and so they came and got in line. And as we were sitting there, Tiffany went over and talked to one of the cast members that were there. And they said, you can wait in this line if you want to. But the cast members at information right there in front of Plaza Inn uh, to the right of the hub as you go down Main Street, they can help you also. So we're like, okay, maybe we should just go down there. We told Jen to stay in line just in case, which was an excellent idea. It turns to come to find out. And we go to get in line for uh, the information people over there. And there was only about four or five people in line right there. So it didn't take us that long. We got in there and it was funny. I mean, you can tell these poor cast members, I feel so bad for the cast members because all these people are just complaining and they've all got sob stories and they've all got reasons why they didn't get there. And these cast members are trying to be as diplomatic as possible. And they're trying not to ruin anybody's magic. And you got all these whining people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, So we talk to this guy and we tell him what happens. And he's like, uh, okay, by any chance, do you guys have a group photo of all of you inside the park at eight or before eight o'clock or at eight o'clock when it opened? Or actually he said before eight o'clock and it's like, "Mm, no, (laughs) right. (laughs) That wasn't on our agenda to just take a group photo. And so he said, well, if you don't have that, he said, if you had that, I might be able to help you, but I can't help you. So you're going to have to go to city hall. Well, future tip, everybody take a group yeah. photo, right? When you get in. <laughs> and actually, that's exactly right. As soon as you get in, take a group photo of someplace inside the park so you have a time and date stamp of all of your group together in the park. Because yeah. because he would have, from my understanding, he would have been able to help us at that information booth um, without having to wait at City Hall. But anyways, the time it took us to wait, Jen had been waiting up front and obviously there's a lot more people in City Hall and we were able to get in there and the lady was really cool. She straightened it all out for us. Um, you know, she took from, from there she can she can tell that she was checked into the park, right? 
Well, it was funny because she could tell there was a there was an issue, and I don't know what the issue was, but obviously Tiffany's sitting there, and obviously at this point it's eight thirty. I mean, I would say it's probably a good thirty minutes that we've been waiting around. Um, so she could have come in after eight o'clock, and the rule is you have to be in there before eight o'clock. So technically, she could have come in at any time, and I could be just making up the story. Right. right. Yeah, I didn't but, know if there was a process where they could look something up, say, okay, yeah, you James came through at seven fifty two, Tiffany came in seven fifty three. Yeah, I didn't know if so, they could tell that or not. So I'm not sure exactly how their system works on their side. The first thing that she tried to do is she took the phone and with a pass and she scanned it in and she said, okay, now that you're scanned in, let's look at it together and see if we can do the boarding or see if we can do something. Or actually we tried to do a fast pass because that, that's the other thing that I did. I was like, is this going to show something different when I look at it later? So I had tried to do a fast pass while we were waiting in line and it wouldn't let me do a fast pass because it said Tiffany's not here. So that was one of the things that I told both people that I talked to is, hey, it, it's she's standing right here. She obviously came through the gates and it's still physically not showing that she can even get a fast pass right now. So the lady at City Hall, she scanned her ticket and said, okay, now let's try to put in a fast pass and see what happens. And it still showed that she wasn't in the park, even though she had just scanned it right there in City Hall. So I think that helped us out a lot too, because she's like, oh, wow, that's really weird. <laughs> she said it's not there. So, so she went through and scanned it another time, got her in, and then she just did whatever she needed to do on her end and fixed the boarding pass for us. So, so that was really cool. They did, uh, uh, they helped us out a lot. And by this time, it's like, I mean, it's 845. We were supposed to get in there back to the hotel and we were going to be sleeping by this time. (laughs) (laughs) But it was all good. It was all good. At least we were able to get uh, our boarding pass. And, uh, you know, I think I reached out to, I think I reached out to both of you to let you know that I had it. I know I reached Mm -hmm. out to Cody. I don't know if it was the two of you or if it was Cody and Tyler. No, Um, because I I think I I guessed on the time that you would get in there uh and I was probably a little early. Right. Uh, Cause I, I had seen some other people with 75 getting in around between 12 and one and Cody, Cody thought you would get in a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. I think around two or so. So anyways, yeah. we, we did end up going back to the hotel cause we had, none of us had showered or anything. We just got, I mean, we literally like we were leaving the hotel at six 30. We all, the alarms were going off at like six 20. We were just going in there just straight yeah. out of bed. <laughs> so, so, I got you guys' recommendations, and as, as we went back, you can see, like even right now, you can open up the app, and you can see that they're on boarding pass, you know, whatever, 100 and something to whatever. So you can kind of see how things are going. Right now, they're on 117 to 123. So as we're driving back to the hotel, we see the number going up, and it's like, holy cow, it's going up kind of fast. So we didn't really have time to go back and sleep or anything. We just went back. Everyone, you know, was able to get showered, and we were, we just kind of basically just went back to the park. Um, and I think we got called in there about, I think between one and one thirty, right around there. And, uh, so yeah, they called us in and I don't want to talk about the ride too much because I know Cody's kind of going off of the same thing that I did because he and I talked about this a little bit before we started, uh, recording and he hasn't been watching any videos, doesn't really want to see any of the ride throughs or, or any of that. And I was the same way. I didn't want to know anything about this. So I, I'm, I won't tell you how the ride is other than, and I don't even want to say that it's really cool or not because I don't want to like make your expectations really high either. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard a lot of other people's opinions. Um, I I've heard, it's the greatest theme park ride on the planet by several people. <laughs> you telling me your opinion 
will not damage my will writing damage, experience. Will not month. damage your experience. You won't. You won't go into it thinking great things and then be be upset. <laughs> it was. It was a great ride, but it's funny because we get on about one and one thirty, and you hear about this ride. Everybody that's following this has heard that this thing is breaking down all the time, right? Yeah. So, so we get on it and we go through the queue, and we get into the ride part, and it's kind of without going into it too much. It's like queue, and then a little bit of a ride, and then a queue, and then a little bit of a ride. Like you, you do these different things, and in the middle of it, <clears throat> like all of a sudden, movement stops. Like it just stops. And then they come and they say, Hey, the ride's broken down. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So they, so, so they escort us out of there. They say, everyone's going to gotta, gotta leave. And I'm sure you guys have heard if it breaks down, it's like a minimum of an hour to get yeah. back up to reset. Yeah. And the day before we were there, I heard that they didn't even start rides until like noon. Cause it was just broken down for the first four hours of the day. So we were thinking, well, that sucks. Well, at least we got to see the first part, but then they gave us fast passes and said, as soon as the ride's up and you see them doing boarding passes again, come on back and we'll just get you right through. So yeah. that ended up happening, I'd say around four o'clock and we went back and were able to go through. So it was kind of cool. I mean, one boarding pass and I got to ride it basically one and a half times. So we got to do the first part again and knew, now we knew what to expect and kind of what to look around at. And then we got to ride the second part, which was really cool also. Um, and so, yeah, that was my rise of the resistance experience and the sweetheart night. And sorry, that probably took way too long to talk about. No, 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 no you're good. Uh, I, I'm eating it up. I can't but, wait to go next month. But it was, yeah. It was a blast. You know, that whole Galaxy's Edge thing is so immersive and so detailed that yeah. it's just amazing. When you're back there, it's like, holy cow. I mean, as you go on this ride, I mean, you feel like you're – it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, awesome. I've heard and, – and you tell me if you agree with this because I, I know you're trying to not say too much in order to protect me mostly here probably. <laughs> right. right. Um. But I mean, I, I've seen pictures of different things. And so like, I know the major scenes, if you will, of the ride. Uh-huh. Like I, I know that there's the, the transport ship to get you to the, the, the Star Destroyer. Right. I know when you get off the Star Destroyer, the first thing you see is the room of stormtroopers now. And so I guess let me tell you the things that I don't know. So maybe okay. then that'll help you. I okay. do not know from when you go from the room with the the stormtroopers when you first get apprehended by this first order Uh oh you said way too much cody way too much (laughs) (laughs) i do not know how the then the boarding process works to get on your trackless ride vehicle how you get from that room to your um your your actual ride vehicle now i know you mentioned that and i've seen things online that you know, there's, there's more of a queue system after that point. I don't know how it works. I don't know how you get out of that room. Uh, but you basically go through another queue, like holding cells or whatever, cause you've been apprehended. Right. Um, I don't know transitioning points, how you get from scene to scene during the rest of the ride. Uh-huh. Like I, I know there's the room with the adats. I know there's the room with Kylo Ren. I know there's a room with like guns. I know there's, the room with the drop, you know, but I don't know how the ride flows because I haven't watched the videos, right? 
So gotcha. I don't know how you get from scene to scene. Right. Um, and then I don't know how I, I know there's the drop and I know that that's supposed to simulate like a, you being able to get back down to the planet of Batu. Right. Um, but then I, I don't know how the whole like, okay, now you're no longer in this pod, but you're still in your vehicle and now you're outside again. That I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I know uh, quite a bit about the ride. Gotcha. So a couple things to add real quick as you're talking. Number one, anyone listening that heard Cody talk about the drop, <laughs> disregard disregard the drop. I, I, it's funny because the drop is is one of the things I wish I hadn't read and hadn't heard about because because of that, I knew it was coming. And I think that if I hadn't known it was coming, it would have been cooler. It would have been way cooler. <laughs> Like, yeah. like I still remember the first time I wrote Tower of Terror and it being you so... You're not knowing that there was a drop involved. It, well, <laughs> I knew there was a drop involved, but not having any idea when it was happening. And then it just, boom, happened. And it was like really cool. So I was a little, I was actually a little bummed going into the ride knowing that there was a drop. And okay. it was funny because I'm sitting right next to my wife and I can see that it's about to happen. And I see her sitting there just completely oblivious to anything going on and i'm like should i say something should i say something (laughs) should i just watch what happens and i'm like she looks over and she sees me looking at her and 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 she kind of looks and she's kind of like what and i'm like hold on (laughs) and she's like why i was like just hold on So that's was the she, one thing. Was she grateful that you told her to hold yeah, on? I think she was grateful that she, that she was, was was told to hold on. So if anyone's listening, don't like like skip past the last 40 seconds or so. Because- <laughs> okay. All right, Jason. <laughs> edit edit that out. I'll try, to, I'll, I'll try to remember to put that in. <laughs> okay. So that aside, um, I've heard people, the, the whole point I was trying to make with all of that um, was I've heard people say that this attraction really makes you feel like you are just in star Wars. Like you are front and center inside of a star Wars movie. Everything 360 around you is just ultra realistic. Like you feel like you were just in the thick of it. Yeah. And that's, that's absolutely correct. I mean, it, it's amazing what they, what they pulled off with this ride is just amazing. And I, I hate to talk about it like that because I hate for me personally, I hate going into things with such high expectations because I feel like, well, if that's the case, then I hope someone throws me a lightsaber and I cut off Kylo Ren's arm or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like I get to the end. It's like, oh, well, that was a letdown. I didn't get to do all the stuff I thought I did. But seriously, the ride is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and awesome. I've I've kind of had a power struggle with myself because mm-hmm. there's just this part of me that wants to know as much as much as I can about it just because I'm interested in it. I've been following the construction since, you know, almost four years ago now from when they first broke ground on this thing. Right. Um, And I, you know, was seeing pictures online of just like the, the superstructure of the ADATs, you know, just their, their steel structures being placed, you know, because those got installed, at least their steel outlines before the walls went up around the building that the, the ride is in. Right. And so like there's a lot of this stuff, information that I've just been collecting over the years, not necessarily all just within the last month right. or two months when Florida's version opened. Right. Um, but then like so like I know quite a bit about it. Um, and I've seen people like their opening day 
for their ride experiences. And I watch their videos all the way up until they enter the queue. And then I fast forward through it all <laughs> until they get off of it and they're walking right. around the park again and they're talking about it. Um, so two other things I should say about it. One's about the drop. I'll say that in a second. The first one, though, you talk about being apprehended and you're not sure how the queue works at that point. And so I'm not going to say anything other than this. The cast members in there are amazing. The way that they stay in character is just amazing. And the way that they treat you and make you feel like you're a prisoner (laughs) in as good a way as possible. And then the other thing, as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about the drop because I said, I talked about Tower of Terror. The drop is nothing like Tower of Terror. So I don't want anyone to think that, oh my goodness, we're going to get on yeah. a ride that drops you like Tower of Terror. It's nowhere near that bad. It's it's very it's very subtle. It's not bad at all. Um, yeah, I've heard it's, it's mild. Yeah, it's very, very mild. It's just the surprise of not knowing that it's about to happen, that it's better to go into it if you don't know that it's happening. But obviously we're talking about it and and, and you can tell by the scene how the scenes are going. You can tell when it's going to happen since you know that it's coming. But right. I, I don't want someone to go, oh, well, I heard him say it was like Tower of Terror. It's nothing like Tower of Terror other than the very first time you ride it, you don't know it's it's coming. So, right. Yeah, I have heard that people have really given props to those cast members right after you are apprehended. Because mm-hmm. um, there's like that man, they must have went to those cast members that are just fed up with people, and they're like, "Do you want to be a first order, like, you know, person, and like actually get to kind of be rude to people?" Yeah. They're the cast members that people yelled at the day before. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, it's all the customer relations people. They just they they take shifts and they build up that resentment. And and I, I won't tell you about my interaction with them until after you and Tyler go next month with us. After you and Tyler and Brianna okay. go, I'll let you know exactly because I want to see how it how it goes with you guys when we go through there, and then I'll tell you exactly how my interaction with them was. But it, is it was Brianna funny. coming with us? Brianna's coming too. Yes. Okay. Cool. I didn't know that. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. She'll be there too. Awesome. And, uh, yes. So we got we got reservations at Blue Bayou for five. I hope you're okay with that. I am more than okay with that. I will never pass up an opportunity to go to Blue Bayou. Oh, that creme brulee, man. Oh, I know. It's amazing. I had some oh. just last week. <laughs> okay, all right. Moving on. All right. So you yeah, want to tell us? Oh, go ahead, Cody. I was just going to say one thing, and yeah, we should probably get moving on, but I had seen somebody on YouTube talking about the, the first order people in that first room with the troopers because mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of pictures going around where people take pictures in that room of them standing in front of that, that guardrail uh-huh. in front of all the troopers. Right. Um, and they've said things like that. The, the cast members that are playing the first order people will be like, it's like, yeah, let, you know, let, let's keep a move on. You know, we're moving here. If, if you feel the need to document your, your imprisonment, that's fine. Do what you need to do, but you know, let's keep things moving, right. you know, and they, they, they stay in their character, you know, and yeah, yeah. They so, do a yeah. really good job. Exactly. Like you said, and, and that room, is is pretty awe inspiring. When you walk in there, it's like holy cow, this is crazy. Yeah. So, so like, anyways, I, I've seen the pictures of that room, but I've avoided videos of that room. Yeah. Um, I have everyone that had seen videos from Florida that then wrote it in Disneyland for the first time. Everyone has said that videos don't do it justice. Yeah. So I'm still staying away from the videos. I can't wait to experience it in person and just people are just talking about, especially that one room alone, just the scale, yeah. the, the the size of that one room alone. 
Yeah. So it's, yeah. It's great. It's awesome. Looking forward to it. It'll be a fun time. Yep. I can't wait. Right. So a week before that, or did you have anything else on? No, I think that was it. So a week before that, you were at Disneyland again. Uh, yes. I think uh, we had mentioned that you were going to go to the Mice Chats Gumball Rally 2020. So tell yes. us how that went. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and this was your first time, right? This was our first time going. So okay. just, to, just to, to bring up the background again, they've been doing this. I think this was their 17th year, their 16th or 17th year doing this. I'd only heard about it in the last several months. And so basically the way that they, they, that they term it is it's a, it's a race to see who can ride the most rides in Disneyland in a day. And so me and my friend, Jen, we formed a team. We called our team, the Ugnots. And I did something I, I never thought I would do ever in my entire life. And I wore matching shirts uh, <laughs> to Disneyland. I never thought I would do that ever. With and, and somebody I, that was not your significant other. Yes. Yeah, so I was just going to say on top of that, it was with another man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you go for the gumball rally or gay days <laughs> careful Cody careful <laughs> it turns out they're both the same weekend <laughs> well perfect <laughs> just kidding just kidding so it was funny we actually for that that uh that was on a Saturday I think Saturday the 8th and we actually drove down on the 7th and we were around walking around the park a little bit on the 7th uh, which was a really bad idea because, I mean, someone like me who's not very uh, physically fit, let's say, <laughs> walking around for a few hours the night before you're going to be doing a race for, for however many hours is not a good idea. <laughs> but anyways, as we were walking around, <clears throat> I thought, you know, because we I knew we had the matching shirts and we were walking through um, Adventureland across there from the Jungle Cruise, those stores that are right there next to the, uh, where you get those skewers. You know what I mean? Oh, the so Bingo over, Barbecue? Yeah, Bingo Barbecue. So over by that side. And as we were walking through, I saw in a little bin, like safari hats with Mickey ears attached to the top of them. And when, like it was real, we were walking through fast. We were trying to get to a ride or something. And I saw those. And as we were going on, I was like, you know what? It would be cool if we had matching hats like that <laughs> <laughs> which is a stupid idea but anyways not only do we have the shirts let's crank it up another notch and get hats too <laughs> exactly let's get matching hats also i, I will tell you though that i liked those hats those were nice hats so so what happened is we i i brought it up about an hour later i was like you know what because because i was like I don't know if I bring this up and he and he likes the idea, then I'm going to actually have to wear this stupid hat all day tomorrow. So I debated even saying anything. And, and finally, I was like, you know what? I saw these hats. Do you think it'd be a good idea to get those? So we decided to go back and look at them. Unfortunately, like I said, the first time I went by it, it was so quick that I, I didn't look at them real close. They were they were kid size. So they're small. They're small little safari hats with Mickey ears attached to them. So it's like, OK, we can't do that. But we 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 looked at hats throughout the park as we were leaving and and we found them in that uh uh that store that's kind of the men's store on main street you know where they have the ties and the different things yeah um so we found the hats that we ended up and we said you know what we're gonna get these and have matching hats so anyways and i'm talking way too long aren't i <laughs> no 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 not at all so 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 i'm waking up saturday morning and i'm thinking to myself okay 
I'm put and we're supposed to be there. You're supposed to check in at the hotel. They, I guess they do it at different places wherever they can get a good deal or, or a good sponsorship or whatever. This year they were doing it at the Anaheim hotel, which is directly across from the entrance to Disneyland where you can walk in on the other side of Harbor. It's next to, it's like a couple doors down from Denny's. Yeah. We've stayed there before. Yeah. 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 I, I, I thought we'd stay there a long time ago. I don't know if it was yeah. with you or, or not, but anyways, that was the meetup spot. <clears throat> and so you have to be there at six 30 in the morning. And so I'm waking up Saturday morning and I'm putting on this shirt that I know that the guy in the room next to me is putting on. And I'm putting on the hat that I know the guy in the room next to me is putting on. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> But then I was like, you know what? We're going to have fun. This is going to be a good time. So you you put on your, your friendship bracelet. and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. At, at least I didn't get the shirt that said I'm with him. And the <laughs> big <Mickey. laughs> and, and he's wearing the other shirt that says I'm with him. <laughs> at least we didn't get those shirts. So That would have been awesome. Yes, yes. So, so we got to be to the Anaheim Hotel by 630. So we go and we park there and we check in. And it's, they take us to this, there's like this conference room and I could not believe how many people are pouring into this thing. I mean, there's people and I felt very comfortable very quickly because I mean, there's people there with tutus on, there's people there with all kinds of crazy stuff that they're dressed up as. I mean, this thing's been going on for 17 years, right? So there's people that have been doing it from the beginning and I mean, it's a big deal. I don't know how many teams there are. They only post the results of the top 75, and I know there's more than that. Um, <clears throat> so the first thing they do is they pass out the rules, and they go over all the rules. And I guess each year is a little bit different than the year previous because they try to change it up, try to make it so that people can't cheat, um, make it so that's not the same thing every year and that people can just do the same thing. So right. the thing – the thing this year, their theme this year was to save the gumball child. And basically they were um, talking about the, the child from the Mandalorian, right? So they got the little child and they can't call it the child because they don't want to, you know, this is obviously not associated with Disney or Disneyland at all. This is just a third party that's put this stuff on. Yeah. And so they call it the gumball child. And, but all the pictures look like baby Yoda and, and our, our goal was to write enough rides and document it that we would save the gumball child. And throughout the day, we had to send an email for, well, there's a couple of different things that are going on. They give you a, a foldout sheet that has all the different questions on it. And on this foldout sheet, I've got it on my computer. I'm just looking at it. So there's 49 different questions and they're all related to either a ride or an attraction that's in Disneyland. And so you have to go around and answer them. And some of them are like photo, uh, uh, different photos, like the Matterhorn. Uh, you got to take a team selfie after the bobsled is splashed down at the end. And then you have to send that. And the person that they tell us we're communicating with is IG-11, you know, the 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 robot that they fixed up to protect the child. Um, yeah. So we're emailing this robot all day. Obviously, there's people behind the behind the scenes collecting those. And you get different points for the different things. Um, the twist this year was, and I guess last year, they allowed you to use MaxPass, FastPass. You could use your phones. You could do whatever. And as a result, like a lot of people last year finished everything in the race. They finished everything. And so 
the the thing is, it's whoever has the most points wins, and they have this trophy. It's 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 themed around a gumball machine, but then it's also themed around things going on at the park, like it's the monorail anniversary or something. So there's a monorail going around the Matterhorn. Um, so they have points that you get. And last year, I guess so many people finished, so they tried to change it up a little bit this year. And they said we couldn't use Max Pass, but we could use Fast Pass. But they changed the point values. And so anything that had a fast pass was only worth one point this year. Whereas in previous even if years, you didn't, even if you didn't use the fast pass for that ride, it was still worth one you, point. It was still worth one point. So it was almost like a penalty to get on the fast pass rides because A, they take longer, and B, they're only worth one point. So And was this before or after they added Autopia and Monsters Inc.? This was before. Before, so neither, okay. Neither one of those were, were included in there. So the more rides they add on the fast pass system, the more difficult that becomes because if they keep that same scoring guideline. Yes. And just to give you a quick idea of things they've done in the past, last year they or last year or the year before, they actually had the, the competition in Disneyland and California Adventure. And the thing that they made you do is you had to go into one park and you couldn't leave that park until you decided to go to the other, but you couldn't, they gave you a, a, your, your question packet for the park that you chose to go into first. So say I decided to go into California adventure first, I go in there and when I decide to leave, I could either finish everything on there or if it's getting late in the day, I can go back out and they had a checkpoint in the picnic area where you could give them your answers and get the answers for Disneyland. So it's not like you go go back and forth all day. So they always have some kind of little twist or something to change it up. So this year, the twist was you can use your fast passes, but they've got to be regular fast passes and um, you couldn't use max passes, but all the fast pass rides were one point. So at that point, is it just honor system? Cause how do they know? Well, that's the funny thing. <laughs> and I think they're messing with us because because I'll tell you kind of our one of our first experiences with the fast passes. It's basically the honor system. Now, I have no idea how many people are in the park that work for Mice Chat that are looking at this. But I know there's enough that I noticed several times throughout the day people from my chat taking pictures and stuff. Now they say if they catch you doing anything that they disqualify you. And not only do they disqualify you, but they won't tell you that they disqualified you. They'll just, they'll amongst their team tell you that you're disqualified. I mean, disqualify you. And then you just don't ever show up in the rating, the rankings because you got disqualified. So, so you they still let you go. They, they, they let you do it. They let you keep going. <laughs> That's kind of cruel. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I guess that'll teach you to not cheat. Right. So, oh. so yeah, it's pretty much the honor system. Now, it's funny because I, I laugh as you ask that because I think they're messing with us a little bit. And this kind of started us off in a weird, in a weird direction because someone asked, because obviously this has been going on for so long, people know how people cheat and do things. So someone raised their hand and said, if we take a fast pass, do you have to take a picture with the paper fast pass in hand? And the guy said, you know what? Now, that's nowhere on the rules that you have to do that. But the guy leading it said, you know what? Because he's the guy in charge. And as he was starting it, he was saying, I'll answer your questions and whatever I say goes. And so they asked this question and he goes, yeah, you know what? We're going to do that. He kind of laughs about it. He says, you know what? If you get on a fast pass ride, you got to take a picture with your fast pass in hand. And I'm like, 
okay, you know, I don't even think anything about it. I just think, okay, I got to make sure I take a picture with the fast pass in hand. So we start this race, right? <laughs> and let, let me tell you about my fast pass experience right off the bat. After we rode two rides, we decided to get a fast pass for Space Mountain because we know that that one goes pretty fast. And the thing starts basically at 8 a.m. when the park opens and you have to check in at the picnic area by 7 p.m. Um, if you check in before there, that's that's fine. Uh, whoever has the most points, if there's people tied in points, it's whoever gets there first. But you have to check into the picnic area by seven o'clock. If you don't check in by seven o'clock, every minute after that, you get two points taken away for each minute. So if you're three minutes late, you get six points taken away. Um, so anyways, the fast pass thing, we're thinking to ourselves, I got to take pictures with the fast pass. Now, I haven't used traditional fast passes since Max Pass has been around, which has been years at this point i mean yeah. i don't even know how long it's been but it's been a long time i haven't done fast pass i know in the past you know i know I've, I've heard you guys talk about it on the on the podcast before jason talked about it you know we a couple of us would get everyone's tickets and we'd be in Tomorrowland and we'd walk all the way over to splash mountain and get everybody's fast passes and then walk all the way back so yeah now i've been here enough to where i know where all the fast pass things are i thought <laughs> <laughs> So, so we decided oh, kind of all all the way up there by where it, the line would split at the very beginning of the entrance of the queue. Is that yes. where you went? Yes. Okay. Yes. Exactly. So you, know, <laughs> so you know already where I messed up. <laughs> so, so, so we get off Autopia. Our strategy was because it was uh, because it was somewhat Star Wars themed. They had things like uh, Smuggler's Run was worth three points. And the stuff in Tomorrowland was worth three points um, because they were kind of given more points for the things that were futuristic or related to Star Wars. So our first ride was Finding Nemo because I know that that ride gets long. Um, So we went on there. We were able to walk right on it. We immediately went over to Autopia after that. And then we decided we'd go get Fast Passes. So we go, I would say running, but Jin and I are in no shape to be running. And hey, that's not true. Like, <laughs> you did that 10K a few years ago. We both yes, did. Yes, the key words there are a few years ago. A lot's <laughs> changed since then, Cody. A lot has changed since then, Cody. <laughs> okay. I, I won't disagree with that, at least for me. <laughs> so anyways, we get off Autopia, and we go walking over to tomorrow. Uh, I mean, we're obviously we're in Tomorrowland. So we go walking over there and walking up that ramp, and it's like they have covers on all the machines. And we're like – what the heck is going on? Like, is are they not giving out fast passes yet? Like, this doesn't make any sense. So we're sitting there looking and we're, we're like, what do we do? So obviously there's a cast member there because they have the fast pass entrance right there. So we go over to them and we're like, hey, are you guys going to open these up or what's going on? And they're like, oh, no, those have moved. They're now you get fast passes down in front of where you walk, just where we ended up walking past, basically, in front of that little theater where Captain EO used to be. So I guess they've changed the FastPass system. And Cody, I know you mentioned this, I'm pretty sure, on the last episode, because I remember listening to this last episode last week and thinking, <laughs> you guys needed to record that two weeks earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so the the, uh, the digital FastPass kiosk. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. So 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 here's, here's where it really starts getting funny. Well, I mean, that's funny enough. But so then we walk all the way down there. It's like, holy cow, we walked all this way up here. And it's not a long distance. I mean, it's not like we walked half a mile or anything, but it's enough. And you know how that ramp goes up. So it's like, holy cow. So we walk down and we go and we get 
the digital fast pass, which basically, I mean, I didn't even look at it close, but it looks like you can get anything in Tomorrowland on there. You can get Buzz yeah. Lightyear, you can get Space Mountain, you can get uh, Star Tours. I think there was a fourth one on there, but I can't think of what it was. Um, but it anyways, might have we, been Autopia. I think Autopia got added onto it. Okay, but no, so Autopia it, hadn't been yeah, added yet at that point. Yeah, I don't think it was added at that point. I think they added it like the following week or something. But I don't know. There might have just been three. I honestly wasn't paying that too much attention. I just, we got the Space Mountain one. And then I sit there and I'm waiting for the ticket to come out. You know, I scan my thing, I select it, and it's like, okay, where's the ticket? Where's the ticket? <laughs> Because they had told us, oh. told us you got to take a picture with the ticket. So I'm sitting there looking at And as I think back, I think they were laughing because they realized something that I didn't know. Like I said, I haven't done fast passes in I don't know how long. So I'm sitting there waiting for the ticket. And I'm like, holy crap, this thing is this thing is broken. So I'm like looking for the cast members like, hey, can you come over? This thing's, you know, the ticket's not coming out. And he looks at me like I'm nuts. He's like, oh, no, we started doing those a long time ago. It's on your it's on your app or if you don't have the app, it's on your. It's attached to your ticket. So when you come back, you you swipe your ticket, or you can swipe, or you can scan your app. But they don't print out things anymore. And I'm like, then how are we supposed to take pictures? And I'm like, man, these guys. <laughs> take a take a screenshot. Yeah, they that, jacked me up, man. That's funny because uh, what's interesting about that and it's it's mice chat, um, and mice chat's really no, well known amongst the Disney community just for providing updates and different things like that about the Disney resort and just posting news and stuff. So you, you know that they know that those digital kiosks exist, that they don't provide you with the paper fast pass reminder, but there right. are still paper fast pass reminder kiosks around the park. Matterhorn yeah. still has them. Um, I think Indiana Jones has a splash mountain still has it because yeah. you, like you said, Jen and Tiffany went over to Tomorrowland right by Buzz Lightyear to get right. a paper boarding pass for rise of the resistance. And those are at the Buzz Lightyear kiosk terminals. Right. Exactly. So yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it started the day of, I was like, what in the heck's going on? Like we're not, <laughs> But anyway, so we got that fast pass. And so we it, like on. you said, it's it's funny because it doesn't really matter because whether or not you use the fast pass for that attraction, it's regardless the one point. Right, exactly. But with the fast pass, you can get on quicker and then get to your next ride. You're not right. waiting in line. And then the other thing I thought like of immediately after I took that, I was like, well, if that's the case, so I'm going to have to scan my phone anyways. How are they going to stop me from doing the max pass? Like, how do they know if I do a max pass or not? I mean, that was my immediate thought was like, well, how do they know? Like, there's no way they're going to know if I do a max pass. When the next one comes up, I'm not going to have to walk over somewhere and get, I could just get on the max pass. But then obviously you're cheating at that point. And it's right. like, do you want to go with the spirit of the game or do you want to be the guy that cheats? And, you know, of course. So, so of you, course were we the, you were part of the, you were part of the, you were part of the 50% that didn't cheat then. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, obviously we wanted to, uh, we wanted to play a good game and, and I didn't want to risk anything and getting, uh, you know, cause they say, you know, some of the things that they talk about on their website is like, even if you have somebody in the park, like Tiffany and, and Teresa, they were in the park, they were riding around during the day. It says in the rules somewhere that if they were to bring us food, that if we get caught, we get disqualified. I mean, it's like that straight. They want to make it a clean race. They want to make sure that no one's got an unfair advantage. Um, now, could you, if, if, if you took time out of your day to sit down at 
Galactic Grill or Golden Horseshoe and eat, you as a team decided to go there and eat a meal. Mm-hmm. Were you disqualified if other people not playing the race joined you? Or did you have to completely disassociate yourself from them all day? That's not really clear, but I don't think that it's that strict. I but think you couldn't be like be in line and they're like, oh, here's a chimichanga. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I think if they saw that, they would they would kick you out. But you also don't want to because I was, you know, I was trying to find as much information about this race as I could before we went. Right. And I was watching a thing saying, you know what, pack your food. So we both we both bought uh, brought backpacks. We had our, our water bottles with us. We had uncrustables like yeah. like like an 18 pack each. We had granola <laughs> bars. We had all kinds of stuff. So we're sitting there walking around with our matching shirts and matching hats, pulling out strawberry uncrustables and eating them in line. It was great. <laughs> like, hey, hey, you want to trade my strawberry for your grape uncrustable? <laughs> I'm definitely signing up for this next year. This sounds like a blast. Oh. I've got gogurt. What do you have? <laughs> oh, we brought gogurts too. We had gogurts though. Imagine, imagine two big overweight guys with matching shirts and matching hats pulling out gogurts in line for Dumbo <laughs> or Casey oh, man. or Casey Junior. Because <laughs> we're, oh. we're riding all the rides, right? Yeah. That is hilarious. So, so, so it, now I, I showed the fast pass thing and I was thinking to myself, oh man, that's pretty messed up. But I actually thought it was funny. I, I, I didn't think that, oh, that wasn't fair that they right. did that. I actually thought that was hilarious. I thought it was funny that I didn't know where the fast pass machines are for Space Mountain. I mean, because. <laughs> Because I, I kind of pride myself going through Disney that if anyone wants anything that they can ask me and I can tell them where anything's at. And it's yeah. like, I don't even know where the fast pass machines are, apparently. <laughs> so, so that was funny. And uh, but I, I walking around on this, walking around that day, that morning, it was just, you know, like I said, with the sweetheart night thing, it's fun to go and have a different experience than just your traditional Disneyland experience. And this right. was so different and so fun. I just, I know like early in the morning, I just felt like a little kid, like going to Disneyland for the first time, knowing where everything's at, trying to get on everything as much as I could in a, in a certain time period. It was one of the funnest things I've ever done. Definitely one of the best Disneyland trips I've ever had. So do you think there's any strategies to having two people on your team, three people on your team, four people on your team? Uh, is th- anyone better than the other? I think from what people are saying, it's definitely an advantage to have two people. Okay. And it's definitely an advantage to know which rides, because some of the rides you can do single rider. And the rules state that you can do single rider, you just have to get in line together. And when the first person goes, they have to wait at the exit for the next person to come before you leave the attraction. So it's an advantage to, you know, because I didn't even think about single rider. I know they have single rider over at California Adventure for the Incredicoaster. And I was like, do they even have them over here in Disneyland? And they ended up having them in a couple places. You know, I think they've got them at the Matterhorn. And I, I don't know if they have them at Splash Mountain or not, but they have them. Yeah, at Matterhorn, places. Splash, Space Mountain. Those are the three I can think of on the top of my head. See, and so that would have been good for me to know because the Fast Pass almost doesn't really matter if you can go get on a single ride. Single rider. Now, as you're Smugglers asking. Smugglers Run. Millennium Falcon has single rider. Do they? Yep. Um, because as you ask about the strategy, yeah, if you have four people 
and you're going single rider is the way to go way more than fast pass but we stuck to fast pass because that's what we knew and that's what we thought and i didn't even think about single rider we didn't do a single one single rider yeah um but uh yeah if you have a team of four waiting in line for single rider as opposed to a team of two obviously right. the team of two is going to get done quicker so yeah. so that's a that's a, a benefit um and I think just the fact that you don't have to coordinate four different people's schedules for the day and worrying about everybody's bladder throughout the day, <laughs> because four people could be, you know, you go to the bathroom and 15 minutes later, right. the person you didn't have to go now has to go. So I think yeah. it's definitely an advantage to have two people. Um, a lot of people talked about that. Um, that's the other thing the the, uh, the sense of community, I mean, obviously this is our first time doing it. I don't know a single person in there. But they give you this lanyard with your team number on it. Um, and so as you're walking around, you see all these people with the lanyards on and 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 the cast members come to realize that everyone's on a scavenger hunt. Like when Tinkerbell saw us, you know, because that's some of the stuff we had to do. We had to get picture with Tinkerbell. We had to get a picture with the princesses. Again, two overweight guys, matching shirts, matching hats in line for the princesses. And that's not the worst part, which I'll get to in a second. But, but as you take... <laughs> Yeah, well, wait till I tell you the worst part of it here. So, as you're doing this, you know, people, you 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 get to talk to the other teams. Like our very first ride was was Finding Nemo. Two other teams were walking there that had the same thought, you know, let's go to do this. And it's funny because you start talking to them throughout the day and the whole day is just meeting new people and everybody's super cool. And you see everybody with the lanyard and you don't feel weird at all about just talking to people in line and we talked to people all day long, all day long. We just talked to people and interacted with people and it was totally cool. And on the finding Nemo, uh, the two teams that got in with us, there was, there was two ladies that got in there and uh, their advice to us was funny. Um, they ended up being the ones that won it. So oh, wow. we started out in the, in a very good spot. <laughs> you should have followed them around. <laughs> Well, we tried to. They told us to knock them out. <laughs> did they really? They jokingly they did because you know it was funny because people that hear about this race don't really know how it works. They just think that the most rides, you know, like I hear people, uh, like my sister says, just just ride, find the one with the shortest ride, uh, shortest line, and just keep riding it over and over and accumulate points. But that's not the way that it works. You have to ride different rides and answer the different questions. So when it was, when they were offering us advice, you know, cause we said, you know, they, I think this was their fourth year. And so we were asking them, you know, you guys got any advice or anything they're like, Oh yeah, go get in line for Indiana Jones. Don't do the fast pass and just keep riding it as many times as you can throughout the day. And you'll win this thing. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> they were joking about it, obviously. But then anyways, after we got off that, we followed them to Autopia. And then so we were in line right behind them. And there's a couple other teams in line, too. And as they were getting off, they're like, OK, guys, no more following us. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because if we would have followed them, we would have we would have been with the first place team the whole day. So, yeah, but we didn't know. So, wow, yeah, it was a ton of fun. And when I say the thing about the princesses, <laughs> Oh, it was funny. Like I said, I pride myself on knowing where things are at. <laughs> so, so we're in we're in fantasy land, and we're deciding. You know what? We're going to go over and try to get to Splash Mountain before one o'clock because they have. That's the other thing they do. They do a big team photo, and this year they did it in front of the Matterhorn. And 
you have to be there. And if you get there, they put a sticker on your, on your scoring sheet to prove that you are there and it's worth 10 points. So you obviously mm-hmm. want a time being there at one o'clock. So as we were going from Fantasyland over to Splash Mountain, we were going to try to ride Splash Mountain, Winnie the Pooh, and get a picture with one of the one of the characters there because that was worth two points. Winnie the Pooh was worth two points. Splash Mountain was worth one point. Um, so we went over and uh, and uh, did Splash Mountain because the line wasn't that bad. Um, but anyways, on the way over there from Fantasyland over there, I was like, hey, let's stop and get pictures with the princesses real quick, right? So I'm already feeling stupid about that. <laughs> it's like, what are the two yeah. of us doing? Wait in line to get pictures with the princesses. And so as we're walking through, you know, we were coming from Fantasyland going in that direction. So we didn't go through the castle, through the front of the castle. We went that side route. You know, as you go past the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique, you can take a hard right and go. There's a little trail that goes around the side of the castle. Did you and get then, extra points for going in the boutique and getting a makeover? No, you did not. But, you know, <laughs> Jim decided to go in there and get it anyway. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But uh, <clears throat> so we took this route over and we see this line over there. And I'm like, okay, we got to get in line for the princesses. It's right there. So we get into line. <laughs> And we're waiting in line and I'm looking through the map and I'm looking through things and the, the line keeps getting closer and closer. And as we're doing it, I'm looking at where, cause we're in front of where the princess area is at and we keep getting closer. We keep getting closer. I'm like, why is it so far back here? Like it's so far back from the covered areas. And I don't realize it till we get up to the second, <laughs> we're the second next. Well, I, I didn't think we we're the second next. I realized Flynn the character Flynn from, I don't even know what stupid movie he's in, but Flynn is sitting there taking photos. So you got two guys wearing matching shirts and hats in line for Flynn. And we thought we were in line for the princesses. And we burned like 15 minutes sitting here waiting. And Flynn comes over and he's like talking to the person in front of us. I look over at Jen. I'm like, what the heck? We're in line for Flynn. I take it. Flynn Flynn didn't get you no points, huh? No, there's no points for Flynn. So I'm like, we got to get in line for the princesses. So we end up leaving the line for Flynn. We didn't wait for Flynn. I, 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 but how embarrassing <laughs> is it for these two guys <laughs> in a race who know everything about Disneyland in the wrong line, getting ready to take a picture with Flynn from, again, I don't know what movie he's in. I don't, I don't know. Tangled. Dang, tangled. Great. <laughs> James's new favorite movie, Tangled. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was funny. And we did that. And, uh, you know, it's funny too, cause we went over, like I said, to splash mountain. I mean, we made a lot of different mistakes throughout the thing. One thing that those two ladies did tell us is look at the different things that you want to do that might be outside, because if you wait until it gets dark, it's harder to do those types of things. Um, so anyways, that, that was one point of advice that they did give us that was actually really good that we didn't listen to. Um, but we went over to Splash Mountain, waited on that, and it got too close to the cutoff time. So we ended up missing Winnie the Pooh and missing the picture. So we did a lot of different mistakes that we will do totally different next time. Oh, but, so you uh, didn't make the picture? No, we did make the picture. Oh, oh, okay, it was worth okay. 10 points. We made sure to make that. But we did that walk from Fantasyland all the way over to Critter Country where there's five points available, and we got one point – and then had to leave to go back to the picture. So it was like gotcha. walking all the way across there, then all the way back. And it's like, holy cow, let's find some other things with more points around here. Right. So we made a lot of different mistakes. 
but we learned a lot and it was a, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Nice. So what, um, what time did you guys get done? We walked through the finish line. We were getting tired towards the end. I mean, it's a long day and you're well, just going. What'd you say? You start at what time? At nine? At, at eight a.m. And you go till seven? Till seven p.m. Yes. So and 11 hours. And you're, and you're at the hotel at 6.30 going over the rules right. and checking in and then walking over together with everyone. But yeah, technically we're going from 8 a.m. to to 7 p.m. We crossed the finish line probably about 7.42 two or seven forty five right in there. And right before we left, you know, I told you about those ladies. Telling seven us, or six. Six forty five, right? Six forty five, yeah. yeah. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Um I told you about those ladies telling us to do stuff during the day where you could see stuff. Our last thing we did, we were trying to decide what ride to do for the last thirty minutes or so. And on the train around the park, there's one point question in between each station. So if you go all the way around the park you can get a total of four points. So we were trying to debate there at the end. Do we ride? Do we wait in line? Cause you know, at this time it's in the six o'clock hour, it's late lines are long. You know, Mr. Toad is like 30 minutes long. It's like, well, do we wait 30 minutes for Mr. Toad and get two points or do we get on the train, which we know we can ride all the way around and pick up four points. But <laughs> that's when we realized what those ladies told us at 8 AM in the morning, as it's we're driving, we're going through there, there's different questions different things you need to look for and it's dark. And I thought we had the questions right. But then when we came back the following week, we rode the train again. I was like, Holy cow, I totally missed like, and, and, and that you get penalized. If you answer, if you leave an answer blank, you just get zero points. But if you answer a question and you get it wrong, you get minus points. Mm. So it's, it's to your advantage to just not try to guess and to just leave answers blank if you don't actually do it. So, yeah, I learned the hard way. We we learned a lot of lessons the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been uh, what, almost what two weeks now since you did it? Two weeks yesterday. Uh huh. So what place did you guys finish? Because they you said they didn't post the results right away. They did not place them right away. So after the thing gets done, they you know everyone finishes at seven. They stick around till seven fifteen. Um, for any laggers, but at 7.15, they'd leave because they actually announced the top 10 that night. And so everyone meets back over at the hotel at 8.30 and they tally the different scores. They've got like four or five people that are going through and tallying all the scores. And they, they do like a little interactive. Um, what we were doing was like a, like a game show. We were doing super password basically. And they bring different people up on the stage and we'd play. And I got to go up on stage. Um, Jin and I got to go up on stage and he froze. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he completely froze. Um, they called me up there to, they called two people up who didn't know each other. So I went up there with a, with some lady. I had no idea who she was and we ended up getting our word. But anyways, they, so they announced the top 10 that night. So we knew, and we, we were naive enough, I think, to think that we were maybe in the running <laughs> because at this time I still didn't realize that we had answered some questions wrong. I didn't, realize that until the following week when we were going through and I'm looking at things, I'm like, holy cow, that was wrong. That was wrong. And uh, so we're sitting there watching this whole thing. They announced the top 10. They did announce the results um, this last week. And our official position was, was 65th. So that really stinks. (laughs) You don't know how many teams there were, but we don't know how many teams there are. They only post the top 75 and they've done that in years past also. And I, do know that since we're there, we didn't get disqualified for anything, which I was actually scared of at one point. 
um, because it's something that happened at Minnie's house. <laughs> I was like, I was like, did we just get disqualified? <laughs> what did you do at Minnie's house? Oh, well, we we went into Toontown, and since uh, you know it's Toontown, most of the things there are worth two points, and everything's close proximity. So one of the things. Uh, the app was saying that the wait at Mickey's house was like 15 minutes. So we're like, Hey, let's go get a picture with Mickey and Minnie's house. It was my thought that you used to be able to just kind of walk through the house and then you get into line later. But I thought they'd just kind of let you walk through there, but that's not the case. And actually when I saw it, I think, I don't know that that's ever been the case, but anyways, we go to Mickey's house and it's a super long wait. It was way longer than 15 minutes. That's the other thing. Everyone was complaining about all the wait times on the phone were way inaccurate the whole time. Like like 15 minutes for Casey's Jr. turned into a 40-minute wait time. Mm. Oh. But anyways, so we go, we wait for Mickey. We're stuck in there with all these all these kids yelling and screaming. And, you know, two big guys, matching shirts, matching hats, waiting to get the picture with Mickey Mouse. I mean, it's really cool. Not awkward at all. <laughs> Watching <laughs> cartoons with a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> and as we come out, we're like, okay, can we go into Minnie's house? Cause we don't want to get a picture with Minnie. You didn't have to get a picture with her. You just had to answer a question and let me get the question real quick. So I can tell you exactly what we were looking at. Minnie's hat or Minnie's house. It said, pay close attention in the fridge and find out just how much Jack costs. So there's obviously something in the fridge there. Cause you know how those houses are kind of interactive. They have, bookcases that kids can climb on. They have the fridge in Minnie's house that you can open and different things. So we're looking at this line to get into Minnie's house and there's a cast member out front um, waving people in, you know, a few at a time. And so we call her over. We're like, do we have to wait in the line just to go inside? We just want to go inside and look. And by this time it's, it's in the afternoon. I'd say it's probably three or four o'clock in the afternoon. So like I said earlier, the cast members they start to understand that there's, there's teams in here doing different things. So she realizes what we're doing. She's like, you know what? I, I have to, if you want to go inside, you have to wait. She said, I let some other people from your team just go in the back way over it. Cause there's a back way, you know, there's a place between Minnie's house and Mickey's house where you can walk back. There's a little wishing well back there. And I know you can get in back there and we don't want to wait for the picture. So we, and we didn't want to just walk back there. So we asked her, can we just walk back there? She said, no, you know, I can't let you do that. Earlier, I got in trouble because some of your teams, I told them to go ahead and go up there. And I didn't realize that there were teams in line. So they started complaining and saying that I was giving them an unfair advantage. So I can't let you go in there. And I said, oh, okay, well, that's, you know, that stinks. And she said, she said, what is it you're looking for? And I said, well, we're looking for, you know, I pull out the thing. I says, the price of Jack in the fridge. And she said, hold on for just a second. And so then she leaves and she goes inside the house and she comes back out and she's like, okay, it's a dollar 23. And I'm like, and, and, and it's funny how she's saying it because she's saying, yeah, it's a dollar 23. And I'm thinking to myself is, you know, am I, did I just cheat? (laughs) (laughs) And then she says, and she, she says it funny and she looks at us kind of weird and she's like, don't make me say it again because there's people watching and I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> like, 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 does she know there's people here that are like checking? Like, I didn't know what was going on. So anyways, we play 65th, which is good for me because I know that we didn't get caught cheating. And I didn't know specifically in that time. I remember we were walking away from Minnie and I was like looking at Jen. I was like, 
should we just get in line to prove that we didn't cheat? Because <laughs> because I didn't know if that would get us disqualified or not, but obviously we didn't get disqualified. So we did end up in 65th. Now they do post or they don't post um, the actual point totals. They said that in the past they will post point totals if it's a point per ride, but with multiple points, they don't do that for some reason. I, I don't know what the logic is behind that. Um, but when you look at past years, like the, the first place team and the, the 60th team, there's a span of like 10 points difference. So being 65th, I have no idea. We could be, we could, you know, from, from 11th place to 65th, we might all be tied for 11th, or at least that's what I keep telling myself anyways. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I looked on the website, they still don't have the points or the results updated yet on there. So they just sent you an email then? No, they have it on the website. They should have it on there. If you look at their events, they should have the 2020. It's way at the bottom. They have the, oh. if you go to mystar.com, you'll see, uh, and go to events, you'll see Gumball Rally 2020 results. And if you scroll through there, you'll see all the pictures they took. And there's quite a few of me and Jen on there. Well, that's mine. You, it's mine. The link's not there. It says Gumball Rally 20 results. Uh-huh. But it's, it's black. There's no link like the other ones. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, because mine goes there. And oh, and you, never mind. Never mind. I okay. I'm I'm in the yeah. I'm in the what is the Gumball Rally page? Oh, okay. Uh, so and it's they've actually announced what the next year's Gumball Rally is. Oh, have they? Yeah, it says Mice Chat Gumball Rally Tomorrowland's Edge. So whatever that was, theme is. That was this. That was this. That was for this one. Tomorrow, oh, Tomorrowland's Edge was this one. Because it says right here, Mice Chat, the happiest place in cyberspace, Gumball Rally 2020. It's got the picture of the child. Yeah, yeah, it's 2020. That was that was this one. So yeah, I just clicked on that. It says the next Gumball Rally will be held in early 2021. And then below that where it says Gumball Rally Tomorrowland's Edge, that was the one for this year. Oh, that was one for this year. Okay, okay. Yeah. It makes sense. But then, and then if you go back to the events and you click on the 2020 results, um, if you're not seeing it, I'm not sure why, but the very first picture you see is the two ladies that we were next to on uh, yeah, Winnie Nemo. Got it. Yeah, both you see it? Yep. So if you scroll through there, you'll see a ton of pictures and you'll see you'll see me and Jen throughout there. And you have to go scroll way to the bottom to get to the results. And you'll see the trophy in there too. And uh, and you can see different candid shots. They just took different candid shots throughout the day. Um, yeah, I, I just saw you too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so it was a ton of fun. I'm telling you, you guys need to start right now clearing your calendar. Even, <laughs> if, it's, even if it's a fly down Friday, and do the gumball rally on Saturday and then fly back on Sunday. I'm telling you. It's That's what it's going to have to be. But yeah, it sounds like a blast. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. And the interacting with the different people and even the interacting with the, the cast members. Because, you know, it's it's like Tinkerbell. She's like, oh, and you guys are on a race. Other people are on a race. And she's like, don't tell anyone, but I, I want you guys to win. <laughs> <laughs> I just the interaction with everyone is just really cool. So it was a lot of fun. It's kind of weird being in there with the princesses and taking a selfie with me and Jin and Cinderella. That was weird, (laughs) but we did it for the points. (laughs) Not as weird as you guys trying to get a picture with Flynn, but yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's funny. Some of those rides, I just don't ride anymore because I've just, you know, I just don't ride on them so much anymore. We go to get on the, uh, what is the one, the, the spinning rockets, the Astro Orbiter? Astro Orbiter? <laughs> yeah. 
we couldn't get on that. And I'm getting in and I'm like, holy cow, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this might be ugly here in a second. We're going to have to close it right like, now. Uh, the Casey Jr. Circus trains, those cages aren't very big. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, we lucked out on that because they have that one open seating two row thing right at the beginning of it. And that yeah. was open as we were getting on. So we just climbed right into that because it was like, I don't want to get in one of those cages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As you scroll down, you'll see us doing the, uh, uh, the super password. You see a picture of me, uh, my backs to the camera and the lady, the look on her face can tell you how good it's going. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a blast. You guys definitely got it. That's cool. You definitely got to try to go there next year. So yeah, it sounds like a blast. Yeah, mm. and uh, we took a ton of pictures. We took a little bit of video, and uh, that was it. So we didn't finish as good as I wanted to. I was really wanting to win the stupid thing, or at least be in the top ten. We weren't even there, but sixty fifth, I'll take it. I guess because I have to. And next year we'll do it a little bit different. Sixty fourth. <laughs> No, next year we're coming in the top 10. <laughs> Just as long mm-hmm. as if I go, I finish above you guys. That's okay. All. There you go. We'll have a cycle. Yeah, we're going to have to be all on teams of two just to yeah. better everyone's chances. Because if we collectively get this group of four or six, it's only teams of two, three, or four. So, okay. but yeah, it definitely be, it definitely be a benefit to have teams of two. So. Now that trophy's pretty cool looking. Yeah, it is awesome looking, huh? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I really wanted to win that thing. And they had all kinds of different awards and stuff, you know, uh, best group or best team name, best team logo. Um, for the this password thing, they had a bunch of different things to give away. Me and that lady, we ended up guessing our words, so they, they gave us each 20 bucks, so... Or no, they gave us 20 bucks to split, I guess. So we each got 10 bucks. So that was kind of cool. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a blast. It was a blast. So yeah, well, that's good. That's yeah. It sounds like something I'd want to do. I just got to get down there. So yeah. Uh, well, so yeah. it seems like they're doing it every year. So if not next year, then the year after, yeah. but yeah. you should, you should plan on it for next year. I'm telling you my sister up in Seattle, I think she's going to try to come down and do it possibly too. So Jen and I, we're, we're already working on team names for next year. So nice. <laughs> so I see your picture of you and Jen on Mice Chat from from Space Mountain. Uh huh. Now, when you either at at Mice Chat or hashtag McGumball um, Rally, I I guess that in a sense you're authorizing them to to use your photos. Yeah, since we put the hashtag in there. So one of the things that they were giving an award, an award away for was the most social team. So I was trying to I was trying to tread that fine line of of posting enough on Instagram and Facebook that we would show that we were being real social, but not so much that all my friends got super annoyed. <laughs> so so when you see those, they had us do the hashtags like you said, yeah. nice chat and, and gumball MC gumball rally. So that, that way they could, they could pull them in. Cause basically I think what you're seeing, you see the watermarks on mice chat for most of the pictures. Uh-huh. Those are all ones that they took, but those ones that you see like on space mountain. And I don't think those it's have, the, actual, yeah, it's like your actual Instagram post. Yeah, exactly. So I think they just put something in there to pull off the different hashtags and show the different pictures. 
Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah there's a lot of fun. All over the place taking some of these pictures. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. I mean, I, I mean, you you can see the picture out in front of the Matterhorn. I mean, that's uh-huh. how many people were there, and it's it's kind of hard to tell. There's there's a lot more than just what looks like in the picture because if you if you uh, I mean, I'm fairly close to the front and there's a lot of people behind me that were complaining that couldn't see because there's just so many people out front. I mean, there's people from where we're at probably back pretty close to that gate or that fence that goes around the Matterhorn. So there's a ton of people there. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a blast. Well, thanks for, uh, Thanks for coming on and sharing your experience. Yeah. Uh, Sorry it takes so long. It's going to be the no. longest episode ever. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Uh, there's still one thing I want to do before we get out of here. Uh, okay. I did want to do a Disney A to Z. Awesome. And I don't know if, if you know what that is. Who, from, me? Yeah. Of course I know what that is. Okay. All right. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. So today, today we're going to let you pick the page number, Jason. The entry number, because the, the, the page number is going to be random. Let's spin the wheel. All right. It looks like it landed on page 805. Let me uh, turn the book here to page 805. And it looks like there's one, two, three, four, five. There are six entries on page one hundred five or eight hundred five. Okay. So James, which which one do you want to hear? Number four. One, two, three, four. Let me make sure I got it right. Yep. All right. So you picked Walt Disney Television Animation. It says it's a department that was formed in November of nineteen eighty four, with Gary Crystal as president to produce special animation for TV. Their first series were Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears and the Wuzzles. I heard those are two of your favorites. <laughs> a decade later. Speaking <laughs> of team names for the Gumball Rally next year. A Wuzzle. <laughs> a decade later, they were producing 150 half-hour episodes of programming a year, plus specials, movies, direct-to-TV features, music videos, featurettes, and commercials. A Japanese branch, Walt Disney Animation in Japan, uh, which operated in 1989 to 2003. So it sounds like they opened up another branch. So, so yeah, Walt Disney TV animation or television animation. Is that still a division of Disney? I don't know. I don't remember seeing that recently, but I am going to look real quick. Yeah. It looks like it is. Yeah. It looks like it's still a division. It's called. Disney television animation now, according to the internet. And you know, the internet's never wrong. So (laughs) never, never, never. So let's see some of the other entries on there that you could have chosen. If you'd have chosen number one, it was the Walt Disney story. Uh, Number two was Walt Disney studios. Uh, Three was Walt Disney studios park. We had Walt Disney television studios and Walt Disney travel company. Very cool. So, so that's our di- random Disney A to Z. Uh, cool. And I did mention, I, I wanted to share a few things that happened today in Disney history. And there's only a couple that I want to highlight. So it'll go really fast. Three that I thought were cool, uh, three or four. 
Um, you heard the name Les Clark. He's one of Disney's original nine old men. He was born on this day in 1920. Actually, no, he started working for Disney on this day in 1927. And Walt told him it might be a temporary job. And then uh, almost 50 years later, 1975, he retired. So he was there for quite a while. Wow. And then today's the day that Walt Disney received a special Oscar for uh, the animated film Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the one that was presented to him by Shirley Temple with the one big uh, statuette and then the seven mini ones. Right. It's in 1939. And the last one, 1940, my favorite Disney movie, Pinocchio, debuted in theaters on this day. Cool. Uh, Yeah. So that was some of the things that happened today a long time ago in Disney history. And this is actually the, what, the 80th anniversary of Pinocchio? Yeah. So one of the big wow. ones. So that's all I got. Uh, before we do take off, though, I want to share some of our social media. If you're interested in following us, you can like us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcasts. You can always email us with your thoughts, comments, uh, complaints. Uh, Talking <laughs> Disney Podcast at gmail.com. Don't tell them that. They're going to say, don't, don't put James on there again. Don't let him talk so much. <laughs> <laughs> and you can always find, or you can check out our website at www.talkingdisneypodcast.com and we'll always have the show posted on there. That's usually where I post it first. So. I think that is all we got for today. Like James was saying earlier, this may turn out to be one of our longest episodes, but that's fine. Uh, I, I had a good time listening to particularly the gumball rally stuff. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. So Cody, anything, any last words? No, nope. Thanks James for coming on and talking to us again. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank I don't you. know if you guys realize it or not, but I've now been on more than 5% of your podcasts. So that's something. Cody's not very good at math, so he, he, he didn't figure that one out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I think that's all I got. James, you got any last words? No, I think I better shut up now. <laughs> all right. Everyone, well, I was like, please just wrap it up. <laughs> just kidding. I had I had a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. I, I I will echo what I said before. I love listening to you guys each week. I get bummed when you guys skip a week because it's like, where's where's the Talking Disney podcast? I love putting on my headphones, listening to you while I'm doing stuff at work. So keep up what you guys are doing. Um, I love coming on here also. So so I'll come on here anytime. But I love just listening to you two guys. So just keep doing what you're doing and 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 uh, let's get you a, a lot more followers. All right. Well, Did, thank uh, you. Jim, listen to us. Does Jen, you know what? I think he said he has listened to one or two episodes. I don't think he's he got to listen to this one. Yes. he's. <laughs> I'm going to make him listen to it. <laughs> well, thanks you know, to James. Oh, oh, go ahead. You've got those speakers in every room at the lab. You'll just <laughs> yeah, I got, the whole lab listen to it. Yeah, I could do that. I'm not <laughs> quite sure I'm comfortable enough to do that quite yet, but <laughs> we'll see. All right. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks to James for listening to us and thanks to everybody out there that listens to us. And, uh, until, uh, until next time, we'll uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. 
Now it's time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C See you real soon It's always Mickey Mouse K-E-Y Why? Why? Because we like you M-O-U-S-E Be careful getting home. Bye-bye. <laughs>